comrades, one and all, it is the last week of 2019, and welcome to ProWrestling.Cool's Best of 2019, it's where we're going to talk about all the cool things that happened in wrestling this year. There was a lot of good stuff, surprisingly. Wait, hold on a second, I get to talk about good stuff? I mean, if you want, like, you're you're the one that said you didn't want to be on, on Heal Alternative and, and made the this, this show be what it is, so, you you're, know. You're welcome. I, I'm I'm not against it. Hey, but yeah, let, let's get right on into things. I'm your host, John Gamerexy Maxwell, joined as always by Owen Douglas. Hello. And joining us for the first time ever, we got well actually no, joining us for the second time, we got yeah. Trace Evans. Oh hey, how you doing? And joining us for the first time ever, it's Oscar Bernard! Hey! I'm so happy right now. Hey, John, how could you forget last year when me and Trace stabbed you in the heart for Male Wrestler of the Year? I why would you, why I, would you bring that up? Come on. I never forget. I never forget that I've been stabbed in the heart every single year on Male Wrestler, and that's why this year you can't fucking hurt me because I don't have one that I'm really pulling for. We'll find a way. We will definitely yeah, find I a way. Yeah, I know you will. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware that you're going to kill me somehow else. Anyway, y'all, it's time to talk about the good stuff in wrestling this year. And we have 19 categories that we're going to go through, and we're going to assign winners! Oh, fuck. I can't believe we've done this, but we always do this, so I can believe it. So, yeah, we're, we got uh, 19 categories, we got a bunch of nominees in all of them, and what we're going to do is, for each category, we're going to whittle it down to three finalists, and then one winner. And also, I want to let people know that we will have the, uh, the winners and runners-up written out on the website... But if you want to see a full list of everything that we whittled it down from, that'll be over at Patreon.cool for all patrons. Yep. Give us us some money to the Patreon. For just $1, you get the show notes and you get to see the entire list that we had and everything that we did. And it's going to be all cool and all great. These are big lists. These are big lists. This is like the biggest list that we've ever had. And last year was pretty big, too. It sure is. Why is this my fault? I don't know half the shit on here. I mean... It's what happens when you add a fourth person. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's waste no more time because it's going to be a long ass one. Oh, yeah. Gentlemen, we got the best new theme song of 2019. And the nominees are whatever Eo Shirai's new theme is called. Holy shit. It's so good. I think people have been generally referring to it as Evil of the Sky, but it's not officially out there. So who fucking knows? Uh, we're just going to call it Evil of the Sky. Okay. Uh, let him in. The fiends in Bray Wyatt's new theme, Private Party's theme, whatever it's called, the most WCW version of Brain Stew ever, or Dustin Rhodes in AEW, pretty good. Show's singles theme in New Japan Pro Wrestling. There are eight million ways to die. She's, She's one. one. Awesome Kong's theme, Battle Cry, Kenny Omega's theme, I fell, Darby Allen's theme. The Art of Suffering, Jimmy Havoc's theme, Dalai Goss, Humberto Carrillo's old theme, S- Scary Mask, that's not, that's, that's just a Poppy song. It's Poppy! It, who, the, who the fuck it, added Poppy on this? Owen added it. What? I can, I can see poppy. your color. It's Poppy. I love Poppy. It was cool that, for one, that special entrance, if you want to add it to that, that's fine. It's not a new theme song. 336, I have to get going. Fair if, enough. If you could add Scary Mask, I could add Megalovania. No. Oh my god, why are we doing this? <laughs> but wait, 
I actually have a secret dark horse. Wait, what? And one final entrance to the best new theme song. What? The Tai Chi Timer from Heal Alternative. Well, uh, I mean, we're going to need it. Jesus. Yeah, can we Tai Chi Timer this category already? <laughs> no, we've just started. So, Io Shirai wins, right? Oh, Io Shirai absolutely wins. Like, that wasn't a fucking question. Holy shit, that song is incredible. That's, it is. That was easy. Yeah. Now we gotta figure out the fight, other two. I'm not gonna fight you guys on this. Yeah, so, Io Shirai, obviously, the way that is, like, I don't, I don't care whether it's her screaming or whatever, God damn it, Hotline Miami has made its way to wrestling. Yep, it's incredible. All I just think whenever she comes out, it's like, someone's gonna fucking die. Like, yep. someone is actually going to fucking die. Yes. And she freaks out. It's the out. perfect fucking theme song. It's really good. Uh, put, put, I fell in the top three. It's a really no. fucking good song. I don't agree. I disagree. I do agree, actually. I fucking love I Fell. I think that's fucking awesome, it's that song. It's really good, but I think it's only highlighted because Darby Allen is so goddamn good. I think... Uh, I don't as know. I don't know. Been, as someone that's been listening to that song, as someone that's been listening to that song by myself, it's like... Yeah, this is just a really good song. Yeah, I felt just feels to me like a song like that I would listen to completely outside of it being a fucking wrestling theme. Right. Yeah, I get that because that's what it is. It's a song. It's completely separate from wrestling theme. I mean, it was written. Uh, is for it though? Him. It was written for Darby Allen. I mean, might have been, but it's by a band that doesn't know how to write wrestling themes. Yeah, but I mean, you know, fucking <laughs> the Fiend's theme was written by like. A fucking, like, a fucking actual musician who just did it as, like, a one-off thing and then got adapted by this fucking metal band that they keep using. Yeah, but they, those people know wrestling. I mean, they did a cover of, uh, whatever his name is, the guy in the room. Tommy Wiseau? Um, no, Tommy End. <laughs> yeah, they did Alistair Black's theme. Oh, Incendiary. I appreciate that he's a Tommy Wiseau, though. <laughs> I I appreciate that too. Yeah, fair. Now I'm just imagining um, fucking Tommy Wiseau doing the, <laughs> doing the fucking Alistair Black gimmick. So I'm I'm going to start taking a little bit of wrangling here and just say there's a couple here that I think have to be in this conversation for the next two. Yeah, I think. Uh, shit, I was going to say Private Party, but I don't think they are. It's a good. I don't think so either. I, I like don't the think theme Private a lot. Party. Private Party's theme song works for the gimmick. It's a fucking terrible song. Oh, I yeah. fucking love it. It's great. It's, I think it's dumb fun, but like, yeah, it's basically just a fucking LMFAO mm -hmm. song. Like, I I enjoy it because of how fucking goofy and ridiculous it is. But yeah, to Oscar's point, it's kind of shitty. I, but it works for them. Okay, like, so with that said, I guess we it, could move I Fell into here. I have an important question, though. Yeah. Is the Taiji Timer really going to be in our top three? No. 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 Okay, I just, I just wanted to ask because, you know, if someone wanted to fight for it, no, I, I, I'd, hear you, I'd hear you. I mean, the Tai Chi Timer, while it is the perfect thing and the one, most wonderful thing that I have ever created, uh, it's just Tai Chi's theme with a fucking siren on top of it. Mm -hmm. it's, not a new, it's not a new theme song. No, it's disqualified. That said... Uh, I'm, I'm also going to say... It's new for this show, but, you know, everything's I'm also going to say, just because I nominated it, uh, you could probably cross off the Art of Suffering, Jimmy Havoc's theme. Oh, it's I so fucking, good, but yeah. I, I fucking I like love it. it. It's a great, it's a great WCW version of, uh, I Hope You Suffer, but also, like, it's, it's just kind of a generic loop. 
Let's talk about the most WCW version of, of an entrance theme. Da -da. Da -da. Having trouble Ooh, trying to sleep. Da -da. I think I'm counting sheep da -da. but running da -da. out. Da -da. Here to ask, though. <laughs> I think the Dustin Rose thing needs to be in the top three. I don't agree. I'm gonna I don't I, I kind of agree, but I'm I was, not going to fight for it. I wasn't convinced until you guys started like talking about it on the alternative, and now I'm like, yeah, I'm down with this. It's fucking great, and it appeals to me in the exact same way that I fucking have always loved self-high-five, because that just fucking smells like Teen Spirit, but they changed two notes, and it, they fucking brought that shit back in 2019 for fucking the goddamn natural, and gave him, like, basically my favorite Green Day song. And I fucking love it! It's perfect, it's beautiful, it's wonderful, it is... The thing that has made me go, oh, okay, yeah, the people behind AEW, they fucking get this. They're making Nitro again. That's great. So I, I don't know if it stays because it is just fucking brain stew, I, but I, a knockoff of it. I don't think but, we take it off the list yet. Okay. Um, I really want to stump for shows, thing, singles theme. I really want to stump for that and say it's a good one and belongs in top three. Mm -hmm. Have you heard it? No, it is. No. So it, post it, it is. In the chat and I, I will post it. it in the chat because you only can get live versions because New Japan's terrible about posting the actual uncut themes. But I'm aware of having to find that version of Tai Chi's theme. Uh, I, yeah, and this one's well, brand new. While we're listening to show's new singles theme, uh, I'm going to say cut off 8 million ways to die. She's one. I agree. Yeah. Alright, let me hear this theme real fast. Alright. Okay. Yep. Oh, I forgot about this. It's okay, so good. So, it's like if TJP's theme was good. Exactly. I like TJP's theme. Does it fit with show, though? It does. The dude is like an absolute lightning buster of a super junior. This is very Mega Man. I'm really into this. You know what? I'm not ready for it to get off the list yet, then. Yeah, yeah no, me I, neither. This I, is sick. And he's also this, wearing that Tekken shirt, so that's And especially, good. if we're going to talk about, like, I fell being good on its own, this song would be good on its own. Yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to keep show singles theme in the running for now. Okay. Yeah. I say keep that, get rid of I fell. Ah, I'm not ready to get rid I'm of a, I fell. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say before all this. As much as it pains me to admit it, I would I would sooner cut let let me him in before all of them. Absolutely not. No, I I I was gonna say cut let him in. Me too. I don't I don't it's, think it's I don't think it's that great. I, mean, I like it, mm -hmm. but honestly, here's what I'm gonna say about it. For one, it is just fucking live in fear. It's just a new version of Live in Fear. It's a cool new version of Live in Fear, yeah. but it's not even really a new theme song. It's just his old one. Yeah, exactly. And more importantly than that, I think the intro part before it goes into, like, the hard part, I think that that cool, like, haunting intro is way cooler than when it actually goes, like, super hard. I feel I'm, like if the song was a little more slowed down and kept that kind of tone and tenor to it, it would be a lot cooler than just, like, oh, and now it's it's just angry metal. Yep. And I'm also going to say it's great. It's hurt and heal, but eh. yeah. But. I'm also going to say though, 
live in fear is a fucking better theme song. I agree. Like, yeah, I agree. I don't think this is as good as one. It suffers from fucking CFO loop syndrome, where it's like, oh, this is cool, but it's also just one verse. Whereas, live in fear is a real fucking song. Yeah, like I here's what I'm gonna say about Let Him In. Like, it's definitely grown on me. I do really enjoy it a lot more now. But my first reaction when I heard it was kind of like, oh. Alright, I mean, I guess this is a thing that you're doing. Like, it was just kind of disappointment. So, I feel like I'm going to stick with that initial disappointment. Yeah. I think it... Like, yeah. It, it's if, just, you, if you want to keep it on and we'll go back to this later, we can. But I guarantee you, I'm going to fight very like, hard against it. I don't it. know. I feel like we've made our peace with it. I'm also going to say cut Dolly Gas because wasn't that technically a 2018 theme? When did Humberto debut? Did I thought he, he was this year. I thought he debuted in like December of 2018. I don't remember. Look, no, no, I'm, I, just, I'm going to say that yes, Dolly Gas can get caught, cut for the same reason of I didn't like it at first and it's grown on me. But man, now that it's grown on me, Dolly Gas is a fucking banger. And the fact that they got rid of that, fuck them. Uh, Humberto Carrillo debuted debuted on September 19th, 2018 losing to Jackson Riker on NXT. Disqualified. Definitely disqualified, but yo, that song's good. Fuck him. Also, we need to get rid of Battle Cry on here. That's not a good theme. I like Battle Cry a lot. Little V Mills Mills has done such a poor job. All it is the lyrics are nothing but bad references to all the theme songs that Kenny Omega has had before. It's and stupid. I love it. It's stupid. No, it's I not like, go. It's not stupid in like a good Static X type of way. It's just stupid in that it just shows Little V Mills is only good at video game covers. And he can do. He can rock a guitar. The motherfucker can rock a guitar. But, Jesus Christ, that song is so in need of a remix because... As it stands right now, it actually makes Kenny Omega look like a mid-carter. It's okay. AEW's treating him like a mid-carter. Yeah, well, I mean, that's oh, also man. true. We'll get to that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or, or whatever the next one's going up. Pity poor battle cry. It's it's good, but not good mm, enough. Yeah, I don't think it's good. I really dis... I, I've, it's, I've grown to dislike it. Okay, I, I disliked it at first, but listening to it, I've grown to like it. But also, it's not really a good song outside of the context of wrestling, which is why I'm happy to drop it. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree with that. Okay, so all right, this is what show's we got. theme is clearly staying. Are we giving it to Dustin Stew or I fell? I feel like I fell is a better song. I, I, I have to lean towards I fell. I also would lean towards I fell, but fuck, I, I love. I Dustin don't know. Stu. I, I, I love, I love Stu. Dustin Stew, but also mm-hmm. right. it's 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 just a fucking. If if it wasn't so hilarious, it would just not be that great of a. Thing. He- hear me out, though. I would go with the the Brain Stew song if it was the matchup you guys made. Oh yeah, for sure. If we had like yeah. a, if it was 100%. Godzilla in there, Godzilla, this would be top three. Easy. Yes, if Godzilla was in, it would be on this list, but it's not. No, I have to still make that one. 
Yeah, if the Godzilla version was in, we'd be putting it up against Io Shirai right now. And it would still lose, but it'd go up against her. What if Io Shirai's theme had Godzilla sounds? Oh, fuck, it'd be amazing! <laughs> That's Are you racist. kidding me? I meant to, to ask John if that was racist or not. <laughs> I don't give a shit, it is racist, but that'd be amazing! Uh, Alright, so I think we've got our winner and our two runners up. Yep, so. we sure do. That that Darby Allen theme is great too because it re- it's a great theme which is going to really help with all his potential he has in the next year. It you're, sure is. You're, you're jumping ahead, so let me first say congratulations to whatever Eoshirai's new theme is called. Holy shit, so good for being the yep. best new theme song. With the runners Absolutely. up being show's singles theme and I fell, which is Darby Allen's AEW theme. Hooray! Yay! I like how there's a good mix of promotions in here too. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Most potential in the next year. John, what does this mean? So this is our category, basically, for these are people who, like, first, this is their first year really on, like, a big stage, like, one of, like, the big shows, like, in this, like, we'd say even, like, say, a Ring of Honor or an Impact or something like that, or an MLW, something more than just, like, you know, indie things or, or, like, you know, uncharted territory, something like that. Mm -hmm. But, like... Basically, people that have really, like, or I'd say, honestly, people that have really blown up this year and I th- and we think are going to be, like, really big in the next year. Or we want them to be really big in the next year, even. People that have the potential to be really big. But it's not even just potential as much as it's just, like, we want it. Like, we actively want them. If, like, if we were given the book, like, we would push them to the fucking moon. Are you saying we want the smoke? No, because you wouldn't let me award it to them, you son of a bitch. All right, fair enough. I mean, they didn't deserve it, so. You son of a... (laughs) (laughs) The the nominees are Orange Cassidy, Matt Riddle, Darby Allin, Private Party, Jurassic Express, Humberto Carrillo, Hiromu Takahashi, Proud and Powerful, and The Dark Order. I have a question before we get started. Yes. Should it be Jurassic Express or should it just be Luchasaurus? It's Jurassic Express because I still think Jungle Boy has potential in the new year. I would agree there. I think it has to include Jungle Boy at least. I think Marco is going to be the oddball out here, but he always was. I just I just feel like Jungle Boy is going to be a lot more of a long-term thing yeah. than that. Like I I don't I feel like I feel like oh. Jungle Boy is an investment into 2021, not 20, 2022 even, not I, 2020. I totally agree. I don't think they're going to win this. I don't think they should win this. I don't think it should even be top three. But they Whereas what? I think that one could argue that maybe Luchasaurus is top three. Give Luchasaurus the world title. I, I don't think, Luchasaurus is I, I don't think in, this, in this list here, I don't think Luchasaurus is top three. I Okay. I wouldn't give it to... I wouldn't give the title or anything, the Luchasaurus until 2021, conversely. Like, he needs a long run at the title. All right, fair enough. All right, then. Um, I'm also just going to say I don't see them doing much with Orange Cassidy next year, as much as I hate to say it. I, I yeah, think, but he was so been so fucking good. He's been good, but he's kind of where he needs to be right now. Yeah, he's never going to be the focus. Trace made a good point to me on the last heel alternative when it's like, once that cat is out of the bag, the Orange Cassidy can wrestle, you can never put it back in. Exactly. 
It's, you know, once you realize he is more than just a sloth, you can't just, it's not like a magic gift that you can just say, okay, well, it's only certain times. There's only like when a bell rings or something like that. There's always, once it's been used once, then Orange Cassidy is just a lazy good wrestler. Yep. I have a question about the Dark Order. Yeah. Yeah. So all as of when we're recording this, the Dark Order are just a bunch of vignettes, and they're really fucking good. Do you think that they can actually successfully transfer it to being in the ring? I don't. Know. I want to hope so, but I agree with you that jury is still out on Dark Order. I think that it's a really good change. I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. I don't think there's enough for me to say that there's going to be any potential here. I'm My- gonna I'm gonna say. I'm going to say, I don't think, I I do think there's potential because we know the Super Smash Brothers can wrestle. Yeah. But, yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess I didn't mean that there's no potential as much as, like, I feel like the jury's still out that it's not just going to go the exact same way that all their other stuff has gone. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to stand up here and say that as much, even though I added him in here on <laughs> second thought, I don't think Hiromu Takahashi belongs on this list. He's been out from injury. He's going to have a good run next year. But he doesn't necessarily need to be pushed to the moon. He's already pretty much on the fucking moon. Yeah, he's mm. already won the, the you know Mr. Trophy. He's already had Mr. Belt. Yeah, and when he came back you know, earlier this uh, last month, actually, shit, um, it was explosive. Everybody loved him. He doesn't have to do another fucking thing when it comes to putting on incredible matches. He's there. You can't really push him any further other than doing what you fucking were doing, you cowards, and make the junior belt just as important as the regular heavyweight belt. Yes. Um, do we think Humberto Carrillo has potential next year? I think the way they're currently pushing him, he has a lot of potential, but the question is, do you think they'll keep, I don't. It, keep it up? Well, and I, I don't think, think they're already what, what getting bored happen, of Humberto. What will happen when he can't wrestle AJ Styles anymore? I bet you, as of when this episode comes out, they'll still be doing that. Of course they'll still be doing that! Yeah, I, I genuinely believe that they're already getting bored of Humberto. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have Andrade, so they already had their Latin superstar. Yeah, but they want a babyface yeah. Latin superstar. That's why, like, they, they always face. want... It will suck. No. But you have, like, WWE could make Humberto a babyface Latin superstar and probably have that be really good. Wait, did you just say that Andrade as a babyface would suck? I mean, compared to him as a heel, he's way better as a heel. Motherfucker, he was Tranquillo! That's great! I know. Okay, but, but John, you know how WWE books faces. Yeah, I know. He won't be Trikeo. He'll be happy to be here. And Oh, God, no. Look at me. I've got my Trikeo taco stand. I'm rolling down to the side of the ring. Oh, no! Wacky stuff. And, oh, hey, they just gave me all the uh, Dean Ambrose stuff. Oh, no. He's got the gas mask on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll just address the, the one last elephant in the room on this list here. You know... I know that he's not really, he didn't, clearly he didn't debut this year, like he was doing shit last year, but like, 
I put Matt Riddle on at the beginning of the year because I just felt like he really fucking stepped it up this year and like showed that like oh shit he's gonna he's on his way to be like the next big thing and I feel like maybe they kind of cooled off on him sort of and like I'm kind of feeling that less from him like he's still been really good but like considering that he's not new and like he kind of just slowed down towards the end of the year I feel like maybe we could cut him but I also want to throw out this maybe. What if we replace him with Keith Lee? I literally was just putting him on the list already. I I'd be happy with <laughs> I'd be happy with taking Matt Riddle off and putting Keith Lee on. Yeah, I'm with that. That's fine. I, I think Keith Lee should be top three. I think Keith Lee should be top three as well. And I think that of the four that we have, to me the weakest on here, as much as I love them, is proud and powerful. I would agree. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't see them as having say, much more potential beyond what they've already done. They're just going to be goddamn good. I mean, true. They're already in a main event spot. Yeah, they're already in a main event spot. And I don't know how you elevate them or just make them have any more potential than they already have other than putting the belts on them. And that's not going to elevate their characters anymore. It's not going to make them godlike. They're always just going to be fucking good Puerto Rican New Yorkers. Yeah, they're yeah. already in the inner circle. Like, where do you go higher than mm-hmm. that? Where conversely, the other two we have in this list from AEW, Private Party, has not shown off their full potential yet. And I say that because when you watch Amazing Red Wrestle, there's a lot left to go there. Holy mm-hmm. shit. And Darby Allen, we fucking know. Come on. I, I, I think Darby Allen wins this. I also oh, think Darby, Darby Allen definitely wins this. wins this. Yeah, Darby Allen is fucking incredible. He, yeah. If he doesn't die next year, he deserves a legitimate world title chance. Not like having, tape having his never seen, yeah, having never seen Darby before. When I saw him at that fucking evolved show last year, where he had that dark main event against Velveteen Dream, mm-hmm. like even just seeing that match, like I could tell, oh, okay, this dude is going to be fucking big if someone knows how to use him right. And clearly, evolved didn't, and clearly, like NXT didn't really fucking care about him, but AEW fucking is just letting him fucking you know to to say the cody quote letting him play his music and holy shit and they're not even showing off all he can do like his last match in defy was against another guy that's like a big going to be a big mainstay and look out for him in a couple years down the road uh classic cody chun and that guy was not surface anywhere basically did a whole gimmick where he tweaked his knee and started having to be taken off, you know, okay, he's injured, he can't finish the match. And Darby Allen cuts this perfect heel promo about, you are a bumfuck nothing in the PNW, you're going to stay here your entire life, you're never going to move out of here, you're an independent darling your entire life, and you're never going to... And just rips on him with such agitation and fury. Like, th- he can be face or heel whenever he wants to be. And he will be incredible at it. As, as I've said, like, Darby Allen gives me huge Jeff Hardy vibes. Without the I think drugs. it's yeah. Without the with, drugs, and it's even yes. more focused than Jeff Hardy ever was, which is scary. But, but like in the way that, like in 1999, Jeff Hardy was definitely had a look that no one else had, and yep. was really exciting to watch. And, and, and he's also in a company that might actually give him a solid singles push. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Darby on is going to be amazing. Yes. Yep. So, congratulations to Darby Allen. The most potential in the next year are runners up Private Party and Keith Lee. All fucking worthy people, if I say so myself. Yes. Agreed. All right. Best show 
What, Aesthetic. What is happening on the list right now? Yeah, I'm what's going on? Alphabetical order. Oh, okay, yeah. shit, okay. Okay, that's what off. I've been trying to do for all of them. Oh. I just forgot to do it for this one. Um, The nominees are... Define aesthetic. Best show aesthetic is basically like a, a television show or a, a pay-per-view special. Just like the video packaging, the stage, the... Look and feel. Just like, yeah, the look and feel. Okay. The nominees are AW Double or Nothing, Capital Wrestling, AW Dynamite, NWA Power with three R's, NXT, NXT TakeOver War Games, Raw, SmackDown, and WWE Backstage. Okay, I'm going to say right away, what made... what? Because I did finally get around to watching TakeOver War Games. Uh-huh. What made the aesthetic of that show any different from literally Excuse every other TakeOver? Excuse me. Did not you much. don't... Did you it's not the s- see the part where the cages went down and there were a gajillion laser lights and a siren going off? Actually, yeah, that was pretty fucking dope. It okay, was th- the coolest. Fine, it's it's not top three. I don't know about that. We'll come back to it, but we'll let's make things it. easy here. NXT is just NXT. Yep, agreed. Get it's rid still of it. good. It's still good, but it's just NXT. Let's yeah, really I'm also going to say... I hate that fucking half pipe. I yep. think it looks stupid. Hear me out. Darby awful. Allen was on it. You'd love it. Yeah, we would. But that, Darby Allen would be able to use it. And also, I wouldn't love it because my problem with the is that like the entrance is still not in the fucking middle. It doesn't make sense. It looks stupid. It is pretty stupid. It looks fucking terrible. I hate it. Yeah, I'm also gonna say get rid of fucking SmackDown. No, because that. <laughs> I think it's SmackDown so... stays for now for the look of it. The bracketed look is interesting. I okay, yeah, I, I'm willing to say well, SmackDown stays. I'm also willing to say that Double or Nothing can go because hey, it's just the Dynamite stage. Here we have though, yeah. and it's also there's, poker chips. There's giant poker chips. Oh, the poker chips. Yeah, but that's just it was a thing for John Moxley to launch Kenny Omega off of. That's yeah. all. I'd, I'd put Double or Nothing ahead of Dynamite. I would not. Holy I shit, not. dude. I love the rainbow that... aesthetic of Dynamite. I think yeah. that, like, I know. cool, I just everything wanted... exploding, color run shit, I think Dynamite looks rad. Also, the central chandelier goes up and down now for Cody. Okay, yeah, uh, what's, okay, Dynamite what's the aesthetic? And I also like that Dynamite's kind of evolving, too. Like, I like that they've now, like, kind of changed it so they have just, like, the big Tron in the middle instead of, like, the two on the sides. I thought they went back to the other way. Only because oh, Cody was did. entering. Only because Cody. Oh. If Cody's not there or not entering for a match, then it's going to probably be in the center like that. That's I like that weird. center one better. Yeah, I like that one better. I don't know why they don't just stick to it. I mean, it would be cool if they could have the screen rise, too. Maybe they will eventually, but yeah, I mean, Cody's got to have his entrance. Cody's got to have the big, you know, chorus and crescendo and all that uh, shit. I've, I'm, not, I'm not crazy about it. Oh, it's fucking great. I've seen, I it, love it. I've seen it in person. I'm not crazy about it. Well, I, 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 on TV it looks I saw good it, in person. I saw it in person when he fucking broke that throne. <sighs> we'll get to that. It's next such good, good shit. It's um, good. Backstage, why is it on here? Backst- yeah, what is the aesthetic of backstage other than just a rig? It has- Look, I get where Owen's coming from. Of they're in a ring on a talk show that's kind of funny. They talk to the giant screen. It's it's hilarious. Take it off. Also, that's just 1984. And also, I also want to point out that Fox does really good on their video packages and all the uh, presentation. 
It doesn't need to be on the list. I just want to give them a shout out for doing something different and really slick. Okay. So, so you can also, what about Capital Wrestling? What's about that? that oh, that's that- all right. I hate this. <laughs> Let's have this fucking fight. Let's go. Oh, my God. Here's why Capital Wrestling is better than NWA Power. Okay, shit. You got to give me a video on this one. I don't disagree with with that part. I just don't think either of them is on this list. Oh, no. NWA Power has a look. Yeah, no. Power, I think. Here's the thing that I will say. NWA Power, it, it has a look. It is, and I get what it's going for. It, it is a, it is a very classic and old look, and it nails it perfectly. And admittedly, I just find it kind of dull. Like, I, it just, it doesn't stand out to me. I just find it's like, no, I get it. I get the aesthetic, and it's cool that you're going for it. But like, nothing about it excites me. Capital Sean, can Wrestling. You, can you send me a video of Capital Wrestling? So Capital just... Wrestling is a show that is mostly garbage. <laughs> it sure is. It is. It is a show that is basically. Um, it's it's basically what if the NWA? What if like NWA Power, but with even less of a budget, and with basically just every camera trick in it is straight out of fucking ECW. Oh, I hate the where camera. Where the camera is just always moving. It is fucking like crazy fucking kinetic. It's it's kind of. It's not, it's not really John, very good. John, John, I'm looking at this. This John, is horseshit. John, is, this is horseshit. It's disorienting but, as fuck. I hate it. Okay, but you know what? Here's the thing. It may be disorienting as fuck. It may be crazy, but you know what? Between the fucking weird 80s aesthetic that they have on that show and the weird music that they play and the weird fucking interviews, Capital Wrestling is a show that I watch and I say, like, you know what? NWA Power is like a good studio wrestling show. Capital Wrestling is the show that we would make if we were given a budget to make a wrestling show. Uh, People uh, should not do uh, that. They no. shouldn't do that. Don't give me money. If, I, if this is what I make, then you fucked up. D- don't Venmo job money to make this show. <laughs> this is the show that we would make, and it's like, I find it fucking fascinating because of that. It's like, it's it's got, again, it's got something where it's like, if there was someone competent that was making this, if there was someone that actually understood how to do fucking film and cinematography and everything, like, this show could be fucking awesome. Don't pay the man. Holy shit, what is this? <laughs> Here, 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 John. I'm looking at this, and I'm sorry, but I can't. This is at a high school stage. There's like, yeah, it is, but that's why I like it. Hear, hear me out, though. Can you just quickly post a couple pictures so I can see what you're looking at? No, you need to see video. It's it's awful. Can you post a video? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. All right, fine. Cut both of them. No, really. Power. I I want power to be on in the conversation. I was going to ask you guys to pick one that. To keep and but uh, I I like Power's aesthetic, you know, racist Jim Cornette aside. Power, I again I stand by. And the power power's too cate- authentic. Power wins this category because no. no 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 it does not. It's top three, but it does it not is win. Absolutely the best aesthetic. No, it no. is not. It is authentic. Just because retro hell. doesn't make it the best. Yeah, it's authentic. It's the fact that again, the fact that they did it is really cool, and it doesn't make me want to watch it. <laughs> I would put at least Dynamite and SmackDown ahead of it. I think those say, two are going to be on the list. Yes. I mean, I'd honest, honestly, I put War Games over it. Those lasers when that cage went down with all the steam—that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay. I doubt those being the top three. 
Yo, seriously, did you see those fucking lasers? Yeah, it, it's one of the coolest things I've seen in wrestling in like a while. I, I, I stand by power. If it's not winning, power has to be top three. I don't think so. Like, again, it is, it is going for a look that it absolutely fucking nails, and I happen to love that look. If power, okay. if power wasn't doing everything in its power. No, no pun yeah, intended. Yeah, that with, pun was intended. Fuck you. With fucking, like, Jim Cornette being fucking everything up, it's like, I, again, like, I wish, I wish Jim Cornette wasn't fucking racist, because even he added to the fucking aesthetic That's the problem. The he did add to the aesthetic too well. Okay, I'm looking at this cage ring. So here's the thing about this. This cage ring is pretty baller shit. They did it twice in the show. They did it twice in the show. That's cool. But the siren went this off. This is this is a cage lowering, and the siren's been there before. Yeah, but the sirens with the lasers and the smoke. It's, but yeah, this but, is okay. not a show aesthetic. This is a lowering cage. The rest of the show the looks like WWE ass generic WWE. The rest ass. of the show looks like every fucking takeover, down to the fact that they're still using the goddamn WWE network description for that payback because Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho's name are still in the fucking graphics because they just copy and pasted the fucking like summary of payback twenty fourteen or whatever. I don't think that counts short against the aesthetic. I I it's, think you're. But like, the point is, though, is that it's not a special aesthetic, and it's not new to this year. The, I I think the, 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 the lasers age, are definitely new. The, the, the lasers, lasers are blue and green. Yeah, they they and don't, they light the cage yellow. They don't but add it's enough. Not, like, the, the it's cage, not a show aesthetic, though. It's a lowering cage. You love the cage. You don't love the show. Put it. You know what? Put the fucking cage lowering on. I kind of like. I kind of like the stage aesthetic for War you know Games what? and this how wins. they basically how they ripped off AEW chandelier aesthetic. I liked that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's you know, best you know match this, aesthetic. You know what this cage lowering is? It's dark coolest woman. Yeah, it is. This is not a show aesthetic. I'm looking at this. I cannot. I cannot say that this is. Better than what SmackDown did with their set. John, Fine. John, do you want to put it over in Doc Coolest moment? Yeah, I'm willing ahead. to have this discussion over in Doc Coolest moment. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. But I, the first clip I brought up of Takeover was Kevin Owens walking out, and I looked at that set and I was like, "Oh, this looks like every other fucking Takeover." Wow, it did. I'm not so- wrong. So did we just? I, I see dynamite's highlighted. So we just decided dynamite wins. I, I mean, I decided it because look, SmackDown's really good. It's winning. SmackDown is really good. Um, SmackDown's cool. set is really good. I hate the fucking like projection AR bullshit. Yeah, I don't oh, like the. Gra- shit, I don't like right. the, the graphics yeah. on SmackDown. I don't like their. I don't like their between match graphics. I don't like their. You know, their hey coming up thing. I don't like their stupid intro. I like the stage. I like the brackets. Okay. I don't like any of the other aesthetics of it. You, you yeah, know what? Fair enough. I I, think... I'm, I'm fine with it being top three. Yeah, I think in that case you have to give it the dynamite just by attrition. Yeah, if 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 Owen's not going to win for SmackDown and I'm not going to win for Power, Dynamite is the one. I, I, I just, just wish Power boring. I just wish this it is, to uh... this, this is centrism at its finest. I wish the two tunnels made more sense. 
the tunnels should they make totally make sense. sense. The faces, the, heel, the faces come out of one, the heels come out of the other. Yeah, but I wish it would stay the same tunnels the entire show. It usually is. It, it's usually the faces when I went, it the, didn't come out of the, the right one and the, the heels well, come out of the left. That was full well, gear, not dynamite. No, I'm talking about when I went to dynamite. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, well that's because it's in Philly, and who gives a fuck? I give a fuck. I will say is it is the it most doesn't colorful. matter in Philly. You're just going to throw rocks at him either way. <laughs> no, excuse me. We had Ted Turner in the house, so we had to be very respectful. It, it's a very colorful look. It is. It very much harkens back to the old Attitude Era Raw sound with everything. I mean, it, the the tunnels also harkens back to like old TNA. Yee, yikes! I would say flat out Saturday Night. Fuck you. It's the fucking TNA set. Don't it, get me it, wrong. It kind of no, is the TNA set. No, it is set. not. Are you it shitting not me? At all. It kind of is. Jesus but, Christ, you people are better. monsters. I can't even look at you. We've already decided it wins. Can we move on? All right. So congratulations. You could say, say it's the most improved version of the TNA set. Stop talking, Oscar. Congratulations. Again, it's just, and like Trey said, it's just, it's so fucking colorful. It's so bright. Like, in with how fucking, like, stayed and everything, and like, you know, uniform everything in WWE looks, even if it's something like NXT that, like, has a little bit of a different look, but it's all that same kind of just, like, golden black aesthetic on everything. Just the way the col- the, like, the colors just pop on Dynamite in literally everything they do, just even being in the arena. It's so fucking cool looking. What, what is that? What is going on with this? Let, 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 stop, everyone stop anything. Let me say. Finish up. Finish this <laughs> up. Congratulations to Dynamite. The best show aesthetic of 2019. The runners up NWA Power and Smackdown. Capital Wrestling. Honorable mention. It's, it's Capital, Wrestling, Capital Wrestling presents the best show aesthetic. No. Absolutely no. not. Oh my god, no. At that point, it yeah, has I, to I, I get seasick. Nailed it. It's garbage. I love it. I- IWEMS wins, then. <laughs> uh, can we get to the next At category? Least Capital Wrestling has, like, good wrestlers. D- uh, they had Sunny Kiss. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, the episode I saw, oh boy. We're not I, calling... I we're, we're, we're not I have, calling... I haven't been watching it in a couple months. So. Yeah, you should have We're not calling it that. Stop that. Fucking call it that, you can No, no, stop it. Please get to the next category. <laughs> Do it, you losers. Most improved. And boy, a bunch of these shirts shouldn't be on here, but You're we'll damn get right. to it. Hey, John, I'm explain. trying to create these out and people are stopping me. <laughs> John, explain. The nominees are. John, explain what this means. <laughs> Yo, they sucked before and now they got better this year. Okay. That's that's basically it. It's wrestlers that we hated, and now we don't hate them as much. Turns out, whoopsies, this list is bad. <laughs> this is nominees, a very bad list. The nominees are Baron Corbin. What? Billy Corgan. What? Bray Wyatt. Okay. Io Shirai. Yeah. Impact Wrestling. Okay. The Knife Pervert. Switchblade <gasps> Jay White. Fuck you. John Moxley. And Lance Archer. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Get Switchblade off here. Fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I kind of like Switchblade now. He's not that much better. He's just... He he had a pretty... He had a pretty okay G1. He's gone from, like, negative 10 to zero. He has a goatee now. Yeah. It's still still an improvement. (laughs) 
it's an improvement, but not the most improved. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm expecting somebody to go to the positive from here. He's finally just gotten a hey, mid-card hey, status. Hey, Trace, before we, yeah. before we deal with Jay White, can we get Billy Corgan off the fucking list? I was trying to get him no. the fuck off the list earlier. Yes, get him the fuck off the list. God damn it. Why? Why? Fuck Billy How Corgan. is Billy Corgan... Not the bu- he's he didn't improve. He's- he didn't improve. <laughs> he he has improved. improved. He's made a good show. And he arguably, let- <laughs> ar- for one, arguably he was already making a good show. I mean, yes, his yeah. tenure on Impact was good, but he's like genuinely out there. He has improved his business sense. He's no longer just some money mark that Dixie Carter is taking advantage of. Hey, hey Oscar. He is genuinely making the NWA something oh, that hey, Oscar. is worth... Hey, Owen. Do you know that that Jim Cornette thing was taped in advance and he said, okay, that can air? <sighs> yeah. Corkin, He's got you there. I'm happy, I'm happy to have you remove him now that I've said my piece, but also <laughs> Billy Corkin is fucking like one of the most improved personalities in wrestling. Jim Man. Cornette, Dave Lagana, what the fuck racism. We get it, Oscar. You love the Smashing Pumpkins. Where's Rhythm Master when you need him? <laughs> Billy, why the fuck is Baron Corbett on this list? I agree. I, agree. I, don't I, know why. I, I I'm kind of down with this King gimmick. He was most improved what? for like three seconds. Like he did. He was really good in the build up to King of the Ring, and then they made him King, and it's just been the fucking worst. I, I, like if that if if that fucking promo with the with the dog costume is not on worst of yet, I'm putting that on there right now. Why, why do you hate furries so much? <laughs> Yiffin hell, yeah, Owen. I I I I am I'm an ally of the fur community. You might be, but I don't think even they would stand up for that shit. I do not know which promo you're talking about. I was not I, the one I that CM Punk. It. Witnessed and CM Punk said, "Wow, this is what I came back to, huh?" It's not on worst promo. Put it on worst promo. Okay. I don't think it's going to make top three, but whatever. <laughs> I, I just want to say I my mean, piece that Baron Corbin is doing good heel work, and, and I think that he should keep it up. Baron Corbin is doing Sheamus heel work. He has a terrible character. Nobody actually really cares about him. He just gets Wait. a reaction because he's annoying and, like, says dumb things. Wait, is, and is Mark Henry going to show up? Oh, that's a reaction. That's that's the same thing as getting heat. I'm really good. Meanwhile, no one gives a fuck about Seamus. I, I witnessed it in person, and that crowd was very much against him and wanted the, Roman Reigns to beat the shit out but, of him. But was it heat or was it X-Pac heat? No, it wasn't X-Pac's heat. It was, it was actually, like, everyone was playing along with it. Oh, are you sure? Because it's hard to I'm, tell. I'm, I'm positive because I, you know what? I also played along with it because it was a. I enjoyed. I going feel like X Pac heat only applies when it's a face they're rejecting. Like if it is a yeah, heel, that is it's not a lot. No, no, I, I mean, I know, I know it's not, but it feels like if it's a heel, there's plausible deniability. If it's a face that's getting that kind of heat, then you know it's X Pac. But Baron Corbin had X Pac heat last year. I'm just saying, there's a case to be made for booing a guy just because you want him out of your ring and having it be completely misconstrued into letting him be there too long. See, Switchblade Jay White. Who oh, man. does not belong on this list. He will not make I'm top not three. I'm not going to disagree, he but I'm going to say that I think that Jay White's gotten a lot better. He's I gotten agree. a lot better, but it is not nearly as good as anyone else here. He is still 
pretty bad. He's just gotten away from being terrible. I mean, let's remember that at the beginning of the year, he held the goddamn IWGP Heavyweight Championship and made it look terrible. Even worse than Kenny Omega's reign, which is saying something, because Kenny Omega's reign was pretty fucked up. Oh, man. Uh, Does Io Shirai count as most improved if she was already good? Um, Actually, Mm. I'm going to say that maybe Io gets cut, because you know what? Babyface Io was still really good. Like, Heal-Io is fucking awesome. Like, again, we have another category where Heal-Io is going to come up and probably going to win, unless, like, y'all want to die. But... I hey, John. do kind of agree that, like, yeah, heel heel EO is on another level, but face EO was still pretty good. Hey, John, here, here, you got that moon salt. Here's the thing, though, everybody dies. So Lance this, Archer needs this, to stay on this list. I think Lance Archer might make top three here because before this year, he was just a part of a tag team and kind of was constantly overlooked but when he was added into the g1 everyone kind of scoffed at it going ah, he's just gonna be a guy who just like is there to lose for people and then he dominated the g1 and it and was i believe it was he was trace's mvp uh lance was, archer was he your mvp no he was not he was he probably was my top. most improved um i think my mvp was uh, shinko takagi Yes, that's right. Because I remember those are the two people you were complimenting the most during the G1, so... Yeah, absolutely. We'll get and, to that later. Yeah, and I have to say that Lance Archer, like, I knew nothing about him ahead of the G1. I am now one of his biggest fans. This guy is okay. just awesome. So, he, he yells that everyone has to die. He has that claw, and he just well, murders let's, you. Let's take a step back on this one. He used to be part of Killer Elite Squad. And I, that was with him and Davey Boy Smith. Yeah, and I remember also seeing him match with him years ago w- with Finn Balor. Yeah, and he's a great power move guy. Guided, rather, he was very slow moving. He did a lot of power bombs and sit down power bombs, and basically that's about it. Here he was doing like flippy shit, you know, sentons, a crazy rebounding off ropes with DDTs and things like that. Which is also wild because, like, isn't this dude in his fucking forties? This dude's in his fucking forties, and he's like six and a half feet tall. And you know what else, Trace? What's that? He's also really good at commentary. Because he jumps on commentary a lot. He is really good at just jumping on the mic and cutting these really badass promos that just help his character. He is, like, completely took me by surprise. Because when I was shown him, I was like, oh, great, we got another Fale in this uh, G1. Mm -hmm. And I was not more wrong. Yeah, he was one of my favorites. He was a delight in the G1, and he continues to be a delight working with Suzuki in World Tag League, where they're just like, you've got angry Japanese man talking Japanese shit, and then you switch over to angry American guy talking angry American shit. Yeah, and also, he was... I'm willing then to keep Lance Archer on here. Yeah, because also the other thing, though, is it's not just the G1, because right after it, John Moxley couldn't make it over to Japan to defend the U.S. title, so he got inserted into the match with uh, Juice Robinson, and he won the U.S. title. Out of nowhere. All right. Let's just cut down to brass tacks here. Are we cutting Bray or are we cutting Impact? Impact. Why, why is John Moxley mm, on here, though? By the same yeah. time that we cut Io Shirai, John Moxley was good and stayed good. It's just Dean he is now... Ambrose was the 
dirt worst. I'm sorry. Like, with everything that Dean Ambrose was doing this year, I was like, oh, God, just go away. Like, this, nothing is not, about this but is But that good. is not his... That is not his fault. It, so is this just a matter of he's being booked better, which means, or is it a matter of the wrestler actually has to improve? I think that if you look at how he was, you know, yeah, sure. There is a lot of the booking involved there, but like John Moxley just seems like a fucking different person. He's actually motivated. I'm yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say my, watching piece, him I, is a fucking delight. Honestly, like I think he wins this. I don't, so I'm going to say this, I don't think, um, I don't think Impact wins, but I think Impact deserves to be top three in the sense that it is genuinely one of the best weekly wrestling shows on TV right now. What? It, if, in, in the sense that, like, it's a smaller show, but, like, it, as I've said on Heel Alternative before, it's kind of filled that spot that Ring of Honor had a while ago where it's like, just this, it's kind of this almost super indie thing now, uh, but they are playing completely to their strengths. Don Callis has completely f- erased all the bullshit Dixie and Vince Russo, um, Hogan and Bischoff did. It, I, I find Impact incredibly watchable and enjoyable. Impact is a pretty good show. Yeah, Impact I- is not even the best wrestling show on Axis. Yep. But it, it but is it the most improved wrestling show? It's, no. No. Is it I, I'm looking at highlights here right now. I'm just going to read off the first two things that came up when I searched Impact Wrestling on YouTube trying to find clips. Rob Van Dam returns and sets Rhino off. Ace Austin can't leave Trey's mom alone. <laughs> Th- these are and from I- today. These are from like Impact Im- today. I feel like Impact was pretty decent last year. It's not like they've made like a markedly improved show. Like Impact has been pretty good for the past couple of years. It's just no one cares yeah. because they're having to put it on like Pursuit and Twitch. Michael Elgin makes a violent statement. And yeah, also Michael Elgin's in it. Fuck Michael Elgin. Fuck Michael Elgin. Also, Bray Wyatt went from a guy palling around with Matt Hardy that we wanted to just go away and, you know go recreate himself and he did and now he's one of the most talked about gimmicks of the year he is the absolutely the most talked about gimmick of the year as far as i'm concerned and he also yeah it's just at one point don't get me wrong i think bray wyatt wins this i think bray wyatt is the definition of most improved i i hmm. i i stand by john moxley's the one that shouldn't have been top three over impact because he was just in he was just suffering from bad booking John Moxley has not. John Moxley has not improved himself. He's just left a bad situation. Also, I want to point out that I changed it from John Moxley to Dean Ambrose to John Moxley because that transformation happened this year. That is true. Again, it's not just bad booking. Like there are plenty of people that like can go through bad booking and still be like, oh, I'm going to just, like, wrestle, like, you know, my fucking ass off. That's fucking Seth Rollins. Like, sucking shit up and just, like, fucking constantly trying to do his best here. Dean Ambrose just looked like he didn't fucking care. Like, he didn't ever want to fucking wrestle again. And, like, I couldn't have fucking blamed him. And, yeah, again, to see him and everything he has done as Moxley in fucking, like, just having these fucking, like, amazing fucking matches in New Japan, doing this crazy fucking shit in All Elite, like, again, it, it's, 
the transformation is fucking mind blowing to me. I, I guess, I guess this this just comes down to a breakdown in in what we in where we feel most improved means because well Bray it's... Wyatt I feel wins because Bray Wyatt was not you know you, no one expected Bray Wyatt to be this good but we all knew that John Moxley's a good fucking yeah. wrestler. Here's the thing, yeah, we Oscar. We all knew that Bray Wyatt was good at creating fucking characters, too. We just didn't know that he was going to create this fucking character. Also, the thing that I would say is that about Bray is that, yeah, as much as this character is fucking amazing, The Fiend is kind of boring to watch wrestle. I was going to say that. Like, the character is amazing, but the in-ring has actually went down. That's, I think, pretty much where my sticking point was going to be on this. It's like, okay, what are they like in the ring still? Where we know John Moxley is a deathmatch badass. So, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say, you, not knowing much about him, but hearing you talk about him has totally convinced me on this. Lance Archer wins. I agree. Um, That's hard to say because he wasn't exactly... like. His low was not low. His low was like bot lower mid card type thing, like the the tag team that always loses to the good tag teams. But but they handed him the ball at the G one, and ever since he's been running full speed. Yeah, he's the one who basically picked the slack that John Moxie couldn't pick up thanks to Hurricane, and not I don't mean Shane Helms. How dare he? <laughs> Stand back! You can't defend that title. That's yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say Lance Archer wins. <sighs> I, you know, I, I would go with that. I'd be okay with that, but I just feel like I feel like the jumps between Bray Wyatt to where he is now, which admittedly, yes, his in-ring product is kind of shit, but his promos these days, his character these days, are so much greater than where he was. And the Where? bummer about his his in ring work being so much lesser now, and just being more about his fucking gimmick shit, is that dude is in the best fucking shape of his life. Like mm. he looks so good, he looks so believable. His moves, like when he they actually let him have sort of a real match with Finn, like his moves just look fucking awesome. Yeah, like Bray looks so fucking legit. So to have them just kind of do nothing with him, it's just a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's one, th- but this fucking character is is mind blowing. Here's the thing I, that could that might make me sway with Bray Wyatt. Remember his old promos and the way it just went on and on. He just would ramble on. Look at what his promos are now. They're his amazing. promos are "Don't hug me, I'm scared." Except wrestler. Yep, that you know what the way that comparison right there has convinced me. I I want to go with Bray Wyatt. He, it's, I'm scared. To me, it's also one thing I like about Bray Wyatt, and we might get into this with the gimmicks and stuff like that further up, is that he's having a kid right now. He's had a kid. I don't know where the status is. I think with him and JoJo, they have the child. They have the child. But this is like it feels like this the whole child has gimmick a strange name is. It basically feels like it's a love letter to his kid. That when his kid is growing up, he's like, "This is what Daddy learned. This is what Daddy evolved in." Because of you. And that's probably going to mess the kid up, but it's... I I can see it. I can see the influences from, you know, having to figure out, you know, what the child should watch on YouTube or whatever shows to learn and that sort of thing. And what I'm, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say just in favor of 
someone like a Lance Archer winning over a Bray Wyatt is for the same reason that we cut Io Shirai because best gimmick is a category. This feels like a best new gimmick thing as opposed to a most improved. Like I said, his promos. Bray Wyatt was once our worst wrestler of the year. Yeah. Fair. Hey, John. Yeah. What's your favorite idea? I mean, you know it's being creative. What's your second best? What's your second favorite idea? Is it giving Bray Wyatt the win? I still really want to give it to Mox, though. Mox, see, that's top, where I kind of I kind of want to keep this between Wyatt and Mox because Moxley, I'm convinced a little more with the way y'all are talking about him. Like, yeah, he was on Wit's End, like CM Punk Wit's End, with where he was in WWE, and I'm he a- just finished the first American Death Match on a major league that is not CCW. And, like, I just want to throw it out there. Like, in just the little bit... And even just, like, one match in New... Even just watching that one fucking match that he had with Juice Robinson in New Japan. Like, the the first one. Mm -hmm. Like, just in watching that one fucking match and then just thinking about, like, the years of fucking, like... Dean Ambrose doing dumb shit like the fucking his stupid ass spot where he would fucking fall on the ropes and come back with the clothesline. Oh, the wacky clothesline. Yeah, or just like any of his other fucking moves. It's like I've never actually believed Dean Ambrose as much as I fucking loved him. And he was always my favorite member of the Shield. Like, go back and listen to all the fucking archives. I was always the fucking homer for Ambrose. He was always the one that I wanted to be the big guy. I fucking watch all this shit and i just think like there is no fucking way that like i would have ever believed that like dean ambrose could have been capable of like half of the shit that he did in that fucking moxley match and then it like that that moxley robinson match and that even includes like the one time that he got to look cool in that triple h match but john have you Mm. seen him in czw yeah but that shit was a long time ago. I know. I'm just saying he's he's had it inside of him this whole time. I I'm willing to I'm willing to say let him give in. it to Mox. I'm willing to say give it to Moxley to end this category because Bray Wyatt. At least I'm I, I'm also willing to say this. I'm kind of convinced on Moxley now because he's a complete package. Bray Wyatt still has a long way to go in the ring. Bray Wyatt's the I'm, universal champion. I'm gonna put this out there as well. The last time Bray Wyatt was a champion, we got a lot of dumb, creepy shit for matches. This is and now a we better get version of red that. lights. We get red lights instead of maggots projected onto the mat. So maybe from this regard, it should be. Uh, all right, if you're gonna hold I, the I red light Mox, against them, fine. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's either Mox or Archer, and I think we have to give it to Mox because Archer did not elevate nearly as much as John Moxie has, where he's about to go into another main event feud. And enough people are behind Mox, so I'm fine with it. I'm I'm not behind Mox so much as I am not behind Bray Wyatt. So we're not calling it Dean Ambrose to John Moxley. No, I think Dean Ambrose to John Moxley is the right way to address this. All right, fine. That's why. That's the improvement. So, all right. Congratulations. I just don't want to dead name the guy. Well, I mean, it's, he was both gimmicks in the same year. That's all I'm saying. Like, he was both gimmicks, so. The transformation is the big thing, that the big improvement. So, uh, congratulations, uh, Dean Ambrose, turning into John Moxley for being the most improved. The runners-up being Bray Wyatt and Lance Archer.
All right. All right. Time for Tommy Tallarico presents the Cool Spot Award for Dot Coolest Spot. I can't believe we, I can't believe we keep calling it that. Please explain why it's the Tommy Tallarico presents. Because it's an award for cool spots. Tommy Tallarico did the soundtrack for Cool Spot. What more do you need explained <laughs> I, to you? I, I mean, that, that's why we keep it. It's, it's a good. It's a good joke. That is a good joke. Okay. And the nominees are. Oh, hold on, John. Explain what qualifies as the dot cool spot. What are we looking for here? We're just looking for like a cool thing that happens in a wrestling match. It needs to be like an actual like like someone doing a move, someone doing a crazy spot, someone doing a crazy thing that makes us go holy shit. All right, cool. And the nominees are Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic do that fucking avalanche Spanish fly. Fuck me. I feel from like the NXT from the August 28th episode of NXT. I feel like you wrote that. Weird, right? <laughs> that fucking PCO bump from oh, Jesus Christ. New Japan ROH G1 Supercard. I feel like you wrote that, Owen. Yeah, yeah, that sure did. The barbed wire broom from AEW Full Gear. Darby Allen's skateboard att- attack from that one episode of AEW Dynamite. Making a man drag himself through broken glass to escape a Boston Crab what the fuck from Full Gear. I feel like Trace wrote that one. I totally wrote that one. <laughs> and the throne breaker from AEW Double or Nothing. That's a special entrance. Why? I, I said why is this here and not in special entrance. I, I didn't write that because I have that for next week. <laughs> oh boy, here we go, what? folks. Get there. Take this off. Take this and, off. And here we go. We'll talk about it next week. Don't worry about it. Take 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 the throne breaker off Duck Coolest spot. We'll talk about it on best entrance. I have done that. Why so, is it now in there twice on best special? I don't know. I'm just going to ask this right now because I was a little confused when we were talking to the last category and I looked up here and I couldn't fill in the show. Um, Which skateboard attack are we talking about? I... Like, I, I put the one. I put the one where Darby Allen rode the skateboard and attacked Chris Jericho. I, okay, that's I, that's the dynamite. That, the one that you had a- already put there. That's really fucking good. That's not coolest. Come on. I know, <laughs> the but Cracker Barrel I, Clash. No, but oh, no, 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 listen, boy, Cracker Barrel Clash though. That was a good one. Hey, that's the one I was thinking you meant, John. John, oh, this thing. Fuck, I wasn't thinking about that. I, I, I want to actually John? speaking of the Cracker Barrel Clash. Uh, I want to put Jimmy Havoc swallowing those thumbtacks in. Oh shit! Okay, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. We gotta do. We gotta put it in there. God Take the skateboard it. attack off because I already ha- had that written after Doc Coolest moment, and it being directly the ki- the kick off of the skateboard. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why that was also written in there because I wrote that in earlier today. Uh, but I'm also putting the, the the skateboard one from the Cracker Barrel Clash. Yeah, that belongs on this for sure. Cause Explain thinking, what that was again. That's the one where he had. Or, sorry, when Darby Allen took the the skateboard with all the thumbtacks on the back. Oh right, and he did the you know basically planted it on. I forget whether it was um, Janela's back or Havoc's back, but he planted them. Oh man, I think it was Janela's back. Yeah, I think, I it, was think it was too. Man. That was I'm, such a good spot. I'm surprised spot. none of you guys put the spider gage thing. The barbed wire contraption. And you know, it's cool, but it's not the coolest. It's not even the coolest spot for that match. Here's the thing. Yeah. That that was a that was a good contraption. It was a bad payoff. 
because and like, having it was... rewatched having rewatched it as well, you can tell that it's like, oh yeah, this isn't like this. Mm-hmm. Th- it didn't look as good as I had hoped. Mm-hmm. Well, here's don't thing. get me wrong. As part of the match, it's incredible, but as its own thing on its own, it kind of falls flat without the rest of the dressing. Right. See, the problem I agree. The problem is with all the spots from that match is I don't have the TV perspective because I was like actually in the arena. I'm not. I'm not bragging. Yeah. I'm just letting you know I didn't have the same view you guys had. Yeah. So I I will say that spider thing. It looked cool, but it was basically like you could see. It was kind of like a stunt man doing a stunt, and then you see everybody clear him out of the stunt, and they resume. Okay. I, yeah. I just wanted to ask why it wasn't in there. I understand. Yeah. They, they yeah. basically they sold it as if you know, like the young bucks didn't want that stuff carried out. They carried out the gimmick. The gimmick got used, and then everybody pulled everybody out. Basically. The refs and all of them worked on Moxley. The elite worked on getting Kenny out. And then everything just resumed as if it was just another thing. Okay. Which, again, amazing. But that's right. part of the match more than just its own spot. So, he, yeah. He, and besides, if we're putting crazy spots in there like that thing, I would sooner put the mousetrap board. I even feel like the mousetrap board, mouse board was that, that didn't, that didn't look that impressive. It fell flat for what it was, and as much as I was freaking out about it. Oh, I was freaking out. It did. I'm not going to say it didn't, but I just, man, fuck that board the broken, of mousetraps, fuck the that. broken glass is like the thing that dropped my jaw from yeah, everything. Yeah, no, broken glass, fuck. I mean, not only for the fact that they did the fucking Boston Crab spot there, but the fact the ref counted three without realizing, or maybe realizing, but doing it anyways, that he was hitting the mat on top of broken glass and shoving broken glass into his palm. I think that was on purpose. I think it was too, but Never still, that's fucking, too. that's fucked up. It's metal. There's also one other thing that I just want to mention, just another spot that's probably not going to win, or probably not even top three, but during that private party Young Bucks match, when I think it was Isaiah Cassidy just gets lifted up and does a fucking flip off of one of the Young Bucks' head. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to say my piece on that and, you know, not mention that again. Fair. Alright, so here's the thing, though. We have two spots for these two matches. Should, should we have multiple spots from the same match? I don't, I don't think so, why. just because I think that, frankly... I, I think that the barbed wire broom is was nowhere near as cool and, or fucked up as the as the glass crawling. Agreed. And mm-hmm. I would Agreed. also sooner take the the skateboard spot over them. Okay. Uh, I yeah I feel like the thumbtacks fucking fucked up, but same token. We've seen uh, it before. We've not seen the skateboard. But you know what before. else had thumbtacks? Well, that fucking skateboard. Yeah, we've never yeah, seen I'm, that. Before. I'm, so, I'm happy. Here's I'm the thing, though. I'm happy to cut barbed wire broom and mouthful of thumbtacks. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So Then it's done. Here's the other thing, though, and I'm going to kind of blow up the spot, even though I just kind of helped put it on here. Okay, bring it. Darby Allen has done that spot before at the skateboard. It's still fucking Doc Coolest. But he's never yeah. done it, like, on a big platform. That's true. He's done it at Defy before. Yeah. I mean, fucking probably Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic have done that fucking avalanche spot. I don't think so. So many times. <laughs> I don't know. They they wrestle I, like every week. <laughs> no, they've only done that once. <laughs> the incredulosity of uh, Owen on that is uh, pretty damning, I guess. <laughs> that spot was fucking crazy. 
That that avalanche Spanish fly, holy fucking shit! That three hundred pound man. How do you do that? Doing that to a two hundred and seventy five pound man. Yeah, see, the, the impressive thing isn't that it was like you know, one of them doing it; it was both of them doing it together. So off the top fucking rope. I I think that has to stay, obviously. Yes, and I think we have to put um the glass okay. Boston crab spot against the skateboard spot. Tell me. T- the, Tell me about that fucking that PCO, PCO bump. bump. Here, listen, oh, hear, Jesus. Me, hear me out. Three yeah. of the four people on this podcast witnessed it in person. I've never seen scary. a spot scarier. Did you describe ever. to me what it was? Yes, I will tell you exactly what it was. So the girls of destiny, that's Tamatanga and Tangaloa, picked up PCO in the ring, looked like they were going to do a dual power bomb. They then hoisted him up further and power bombed him straight to the outside. No tables, no nothing, straight down to the mat, as high as they could in the air, and just threw him down out of the ring. Yeah, you know, and the, it made a sickening thud. Yeah, you know those spots where they throw him into like a crowd of people and they catch him. Imagine that, but there was no one there at all. Literally, everyone in the audience went, "Oh, he was, he it, was dead." And then he popped is, up and he laughed, and it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, he and everybody up, cheered. He kind of laughed and screamed, and he plopped back down because he was actually seriously hurt. Yeah. Is that a dark coolest spot, though? It was fucking amazing. It was probably the biggest spot of that entire supercard. It's the craziest I mean, thing. I was the fucked up thing that won last year's really a dark coolest spot? Yes. What won last year's? That, 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 tower of, that tower of bullshit at the Progress Show. <laughs> that was a goddamn monstrosity. Yeah, we had a video of that we posted it, and Trace. Yeah, said, no, yeah, you that wins. You, you showed it to me like four different times during that entire discussion, and you're like, "Yeah, I nothing else can top that." <laughs> and I, well, it took me a couple times, but I just kept looking. I was like, "Jesus, I can't get this out of my head. It's awful." Yeah, and that coolest moment usually, or, or that coolest now, spot usually has association with the website. So, here, here's the thing. Uh, I hate to see this. I don't know. If making somebody crawl through broken glass is as cool as doing a stunt off somebody with a skateboard with thumbtacks on I the mean, bottom. I mean, skateboards are cool. Skateboards are goddamn cool, dude. But I also, like, think, I also think broken glass fucking wins. Oh, I don't think it yeah, wins. Shoot. I think it wins out of the two of them. Because here's the one thing that makes the broken glass spot special. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that it was the pieces of that table. Yeah, true. Fuck. It is I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Fucking take that PCO bump off. No, that's winning. No. I I don't think it wins. I think it that wins. Does not I think fucking it wins. win. I I think one of the other two wins. No. You're telling me that Keith Lee and Dominic Dajakovic, after you talked that up as much as it does, you tell me that doesn't win. No, okay. because oh, the PCO oh. spot is the scariest thing I've ever seen in wrestling. Period. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was fucking. Think about this though. If you weren't there live, would it be that good of a spot? But I was there. I, I could not three, tell you because... If, three if, of, three if, of us if were, were there. If we're so, giving fucking Duck Coolest spot to dangerous shit, then fucking... Does Shibata getting headbutted t- count as a Duck Coolest spot? Because that's fucking that, scary. That wasn't that this year. Look, okay, number one. I hate to say it. That I feel like that PCO bump isn't even the craziest thing I've seen him do. So... Also, I want to point out, just because now we're calling out people on Shibata, 
the sh- it's not about a spot that happens unintentionally. If it was a botch that caused him to fall out of the ring, this wouldn't be that coolest. Shibata nearly dying because of a headbutt is not fucking cool. It's goddamn deadly. Agreed. And yeah. it's not I, intentional. I, I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. No, no, no. But if you're saying cool. that the headbutt is cool, then you're talking about the spot where the blood drips out of his head after it because he bladed earlier. That's cool. Him nearly collapsing after Sakura Genesis because he actually got himself a hematoma subdurally. Uh, yeah, no, that ain't cool. Yeah, that's not cool at all. My, my, my point is, I don't think it's the PCO... It's not just cool, it's not cool. <laughs> my point is, I don't think the PCO bump stands be just by virtue of, that was fucked up and dangerous. Like, it's, that was fucked well, up. It's was a planned like an spot and he was okay. Thing. Yeah, it's a planned spot and he intentionally took it. And he was okay afterward. All right, fine. Was he, though? PCO's always okay. He was By PCO standards. But it was a case of, like, he doesn't give a shit because he's taking, like, way worse shit. Like, have you seen, like, the cuts around his eyes? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Again, I've seen other shit he's done this year. Yeah, it's like, we really want to talk about stuff that can't fit in that coolest for stuff. Like, let's talk about his eye cuts that have been shown up on Villain Enterprises TV. <sighs> If, if if no one's gonna back me on the PCO uh, train, then I'm gonna go with Keith Lee and Dajakovic. I, I was gonna say I'm I'm willing to listen to you on that, but I think Keith Lee and Dominic Dajakovic, from what you were saying, like that's something Keith Lee should not fucking be able to do. I don't think neither of these guys should be able to do, especially together. Yeah, yeah. It's like those are two giant men doing a Spanish fly off of the top rope. This is something that in SmackDown would destroy the ring. Mm-hmm. Just like this is the where the poles go flying outward, and just the fucking agility and everything coordination that it takes to just yeah, like do a like a fucking like flip and a backflip and all that, and, like perfectly time it in midair like that. It's it's, it's unbelievable. I've it's absolutely unbelievable. It if anyone needs to say it. Yeah, yeah I'm I, I'm happy for that to win. Ooh, and that's a good looking Spanish fly too. He lands. It really the, is. It's the way like, you should land one of those things. Like not like where okay, you're just landing but, flat with each other. You're landing to drive against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. that's the thing. Here, yeah, that, that fucking. It's wins. not even just that it happens. That they nail it fucking perfectly. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So are we all in agreement that that is the winner? I think yes. that's the winner. I'm I'm down with that. All right. Then congratulations. To Keith Lee and Dominic Dajakovic doing that fucking avalanche Spanish fly fuck me. That's the official way we're going to say it. From NXT in August. For being the Tommy Tellerico presents the dot cool, the dot the, the cool spot award for dot cool spot. With the runners up being that fucking PCO bump. Put some respect on it. From the G1 Supercard. And for uh, the, making a man drag himself through broken glass to escape a Boston Crab WTF from AEW Full Gear. I can't believe Tommy Tallarico is going to put out the Intellivision Amico in the next year. Can't believe you've done this. I, I can, I'm, I'm, I can I'm, believe I'm, it. I just hope this leads to more Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic matches. <laughs> uh, fuck <laughs> you. Hey, whatever, man. I'm the one that has to deal with them. <laughs> I, I do, too. Hey, they show half of them on Fridays before SmackDown up here. God damn it. All right, it's time for my favorite category of this week. Let's talk about the dot coolest moment of 2019. John, what does that mean? This is basically our category for weird, cool moments 
or like bizarre fucked up comedy bits that work. So the thing that is the most oh, are shit. Okay, I've been I've been not I thought this was just like a best moment thing, and I've been nominating the wrong things in this. Yes, yeah, sure. I, I mean, look, sometimes a best moment can happen in there. Like, but again, could consider the previous winners of this category. They are that's just a picture of Sting. It's all time greatest one. Page here. Page here. The time that that Matt Hardy fought the kangaroo. Yep. <laughs> or no, yeah. no, sorry. It was when he went to uh, the first time that he went to the zoo in uh, Deleted K. Yeah, I think the kangaroo was a runner-up. Yeah, the kangaroo was a runner-up to Page here. Okay. Despite this, I still feel okay and, with what I've not. And don't forget my favorite, perhaps my favorite one. That one match in on Wrestle Kingdom where Gorilla Destiny were in it and just did all of the cursing. That was pretty good. I I still fuck that shit. I hate you, motherfucker. I, I still think the picture of Sting is my favorite one. Fuck yeah! That's just a picture of Sting is really good. <laughs> it's the best. Fuck yeah! So okay, so I put on here MJF betrays Cody because I thought that was like a really good moment. I did oh, not yeah. understand what this category it does was. Count, but let's just uh, let's go through the list, John. Look, it it definitely counts. Like it definitely that would be the cat. I think this is the category for it. And honestly, I could see it being in the top three. But hey, no. we'll get to that when we talk about all the nominees. And they are Shibata returns for like a minute at uh, the G1 Climax 29 Finals. Jericho loses the AEW title at a Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> After AEW All Out, that, I, I add that one. That's gonna be a strong contender. <laughs> I think it is. Minoru Suzuki is having a great time. He's actually laughing from the press conference after uh, the September twenty third New Japan Destruction show. That's another strong candidate. <laughs> Hiromu returns as crazy as ever from New Japan Power Struggle. Thank you, MJF. MJF betrays Cody from AEW Full Gear. Orange Cassidy, the bathroom creeper. Strong. From the November 13th contender. episode of Dynamite. Darby Allen rides down the ramp and kicks Jericho from the, uh, what episode of Dynamite was that, Owen? Oh, fuck. I think it was the second one, whatever that is. Yeah, I believe well, Yeah, so. whatever episode that happened in. War, the War Games cage lowers and all of the lasers and smoke happen from War Games. And finally... Chris Jericho rides a skateboard to holy shit chance from his match against Darby Allen on Dynamite. Yep, that was the one I was at. Also, I want to say I adjusted the MJF one to include MJF getting that drink thrown at him. Yeah, that's that's a fair one. Yeah. Yeah, I think the drink throwing is actually closer to that coolest. Yep. Because that's like the first time we've seen that kind of shit since WCW. And I was there. That fan got thrown out. Yeah, well, that fan was an indie wrestler. Yep, that fan was a plant. Oh man, really? That sucks. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I don't I like mean, that spot anymore. Yeah, okay. Well, I, it goes. I still do. It's gonna go though. It's not top three, especially for I, the plant. Again, it's I not. put I put that on there, not understanding what this category was. It's, oh, no, no it's I, again, fine. I think that is a perfectly good thing to go in here. I think it is great. I, it was a great moment. It's definitely worth talking about. The problem is just that I feel like there are there are three here that mm-hmm. are, I feel stronger about. Also, I so, I want to explain the uh, the skateboard one because I believe in the U.S. and Canada it was a picture in picture, but it for was. but for international yeah, people they got the full thing. And also I was there, so I also got the full thing. 
of in the middle of the match, Jericho g- goes over to Darby Allen's skateboard, just like stands on it and just like kind of rolls a little bit on it, and the whole crowd does a huge pop, pop and starts chanting holy shit at him. Uh, this was not a picture-in-picture in Canada. Oh, it wasn't? Excellent. No. It was amazing. No. I don't think it's the best Jericho moment. No, I think there's really a better funny, Jericho though. moment on this list. It is. There is a much, much stronger contender. Oh, I know. I, I just wanted to mention it because I had a personal connection to it, and it was fun. I, also, I, would like, I would like to say, and tell me if you disagree with me on this, but top three is Orange Cassidy, War Games, Cage, and Jericho losing the title. Oh, no. I'm going to have a little bit of a feud with you here because I think Shibata deserves a chance. I'm, look, I'm going to throw it out there. Those lasers were blue. Those lasers were green. There was a lot of smoke. There are three moments that were cooler than than the War Games cage lowering. As much as I love the War Games, I have to agree. I'm I'm glad that we're talking about it, and I'm glad that it is getting recognized. I, Obviously, I, Orange Cassidy, the bathroom creeper, is staying and probably winning this. No, yes, but... um, nope, 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 nope. So I, I want it wrong. It's fine. Let's let's talk about Minoru Suzuki and say that doesn't belong in top three because God no it does Minoru Suzuki laughing over it was it's not that much it's not different from him he laughs all the time at shit that he doesn't need to be laughing at but he also but laughed after being lying, almost he's, murdered he, yeah he fucking unleashed Kishin Liger almost got fucking murdered he's covered in black mist lying on the fucking floor just laughing just maniacally fucking cackling to himself like a fucking psychopath Two and points. then fucking Keishin Liger kicks him in the fucking face and he just keeps laughing so two points this that I'm going to really bum you out on one Minoru Suzuki's laughing because he didn't want Keishin Liger he wanted the actual person behind Jushin Thunder Liger yeah, I know, but... It's and number two, cool. Keishin Liger does that stabby spot every time he shows up. Yeah, I know. Of course he does. It's Keishin Liger, but... Again... And every time, everybody's gotten out of the way. Miss just cackling. No, nobody's so gotten good. stabbed yet. You're you're selling me on this Minoru Suzuki spot. Oh, God damn it, so no. Good. It's I, so good. A better New Japan moment is Shibata returning to kick Kenta's ass. Out of nowhere, Kenta joining Bullet Club, and completely unexpected because he is still retired because he could die in the ring, Shibata runs out there and starts booting Kenta right in the goddamn skull. It's just so goddamn good. It's but like, will they ever pay it off is the problem. No, they have. won't, because Shibata's near dead. <laughs> Who cares if it's paid I, I, off? I, I, I'm going to say this Minoru Suzuki, or the Suzuki spot, sounds more dot cool than the Shibata thing. Oh, my God. I'm One minute, up the 30 sh- seconds, Oscar. Okay. You're going to do that. I'm going to bring up the Shibata spot. Do it, coward. I will. Whatever. I, I, you don't know me. So, <laughs> so we're fighting between the Suzuki and the Shibata spots? Yeah, so... Okay. I've... I think I would go with Shibata, actually. I love Suzuki, but the Shibata thing, like, it was a, like, holy shit moment. Like, something I thought I would never see. So, this starts at 1 minute 20. I tried to timestamp it, but... Mm -hmm. 
that that's Kenta getting ready to call speech out, and then out of nowhere, completely fucking unexpected. Holy shit, it's Shibata. Yeah, a guy who we never thought would ever be physical in a ring ever again. Yeah, a guy who, with the sharpest strikes in the business. And then he also got murdered. And then he also got murdered. Sa- safe, safely, but still. Yeah, Kenta was sitting on top of him completely. Like, sitting on his ribs. I don't know how safe you make that. Uh, the best he can. So, But that so crowd then, reaction, like, holy shit, that crowd reaction. So, my question is then... Is Doc coolest moment for best moment, or is it for weirdest fucking moment? Because this I mean, is whatever either. you want. I think it's our favorite. I, having watched both, I prefer the Suzuki spot. Damn it. Okay. Uh, like, that damn, is... damn it. And I'm going to say... Uh, and he kicks that with... fucking gate, too, because he's so pissed! <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Trace, I tried okay. to help you on that one. I know you did. Like, I, I, I love that Kenta spot and Shibata spot so much. Kenta, Kenta, the, the Shibata spot's fucking cool, don't get me wrong. Shibata spot's great, don't get me wrong. Explain it's fucking to, awesome. Explain to me Hiromu Returns. Uh, Hiromu Returns is Hiromu Takashi returned from broken freaking neck uh, from after a year and a half off. And the first thing he starts doing is taking bumps unassisted, like throwing himself into guardrails and throwing himself into the ramp. And the whole time screaming, I needed this, I needed this, I needed this, it's time, I needed this. And also he brought back his cats and everything. The cats and are back. Then, after I all know. that, cuts a promo about how he's back and he's going to keep going as hard as ever. He shows off that he's got a very good neck by doing a neck stand. You know, basically bracing his head. Jesus Christ. And by his legs. And then okay, yelling. dude. And then yelling at Will Ospreay, Mike, please. Mike, please. And then... Once Osprey hands him the mic, starts yelling, Congratulations, Will Osprey. You are the strongest junior heavyweight in the business. However, Hiromu is back. He wants Mr. Title back. Makes yeah, sense. And then after all that, the first thing, or the last thing he said, and it's a throwback to stuff he's really trolled Osprey with before, is. Osprey, thank you, Meow. I, because he's constantly said Osprey's a cat. It's, it's fucked up. He's a sex pig. <laughs> yeah, and that's what Osprey had to bring Percy the sex pig in to remind him, no, I'm not a cat. I'm a sex pig. All right, I'm into it. That sounds pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that maybe that's the New Japan spot on here. Shit. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't intend that to happen, but if we're done no, with no, that. I can't believe you've done this. I know, I can't believe I've done it either. <laughs> I think that's the new Japan. Congratulations, Trace, you have made the ultimate heel turn. <laughs> Shit. I, I, I think we've got our three. Oh, no, well, we have four, so, hmm. I think of I think of these four, I think the Darby Allen spot's the weakest. I agree. Yeah. Yes. I I agree, but also, I know what the winner is. and It's Orange Cassidy, the bathroom. No! No. It's Orange Cassidy, the bathroom creep. No! Are you telling me the Longhorn Steakhouse spot is not the coolest moment? It's it's really funny. It's, it's the best. It's Orange it Cassidy's got us a lot of pee. good shit. It's Orange Cassidy's pee of the week. nothing made me happier than them kicking open that, hitting open that door, and there's just Orange Cassidy hanging out by a toilet. <laughs> sure. No reason. Just there. Just hanging out. So and they're good. like, oh, 
Oh the- shit! Oh, I'm, I'm, look, oh, yo, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna, just gonna leave you here. Yeah, I'm just gonna, John. You know- in, in fairness, the proud and powerful closing door very slowly after kind of everybody pausing makes that moment. And don't forget him looking at the camera like, oh god, what the fuck? <laughs> True. But the whole, but come on, Jericho. Not even hours after becoming the first ever champion, actually loses the belt in the stupidest way possible, and tries to turn it into a storyline is hilarious. For me, it was the forty-eight hours on Twitter of, wait, did he? Did he actually? Did he actually lose the belt? Where the fuck's the belt? <laughs> I'm gonna what say. To I'm gonna say them trying to turn it into a storyline is what makes this not the dark coolest. I don't know him. Him sitting by the pool kind of is really fucking that. funny. <laughs> They they got some good use out of it. They they made good use out of it. But I kind of side with Shit. Oscar on this. That them trying to make it storyline kind of bummed me out a little bit. Shit. Okay. Fair. But the I fact that everyone think... called them out, be like, no, you guys actually lost the belt. I think Orange Cassidy. Yeah, because the you. police <laughs> called them out on it. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. The police just kind of holding up the belt and completely ruining the gimmick. Yep. Yeah. The police really fucked up that storyline here. Fucking yeah. a cab. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. But. Then oh, again, man. you know what cops can't ruin? <coughs> Orange Cassidy. Oh. No, Orange Cassidy watching you pee. I mean, well, I feel like also... the cops could absolutely ruin that. Have you seen the bathroom laws in North Carolina? <laughs> oh, no. shit, that's right. Dr. Disrespect and all that stuff. No, the oh. real thing the cops can't ruin is Omaha Steaks. Use promo code Jericho. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I still think Jericho should win. <laughs> I-, I think Let's so, too, about but... Blue Chews. Let's, um... Oh, John, since, since that podcast, I have heard his ads, and it, it's fucked up. Butcher's fucked up. Why? Yeah, man. What is Blue Chew? I don't want people that listen to podcasts about talking about their dicks. <laughs> you, you chew it on it, and it makes the what your dick hard. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's, what if I add that a chewable? Viagra's not chewable? So, it's you know, pill. you're in, like... You're playing like the PUBG, and you get get outside the zone, and and you start getting your health chewed away, and you start to get a little bit, you know, st- stood up by the static shock of being zapped constantly what? and losing your health. It's like blue chew. Wait, hold on. Are you telling me that slurp juice is just ground up blue chews? Yeah, pretty much what I'm saying here. I, I want to see that sponsorship. I'm kind of on board with this. Yeah, well, no wonder for- those shields. No wonder those shields are so hard to break. Yeah, let, let's floss on some blue chew here, bro. I was gonna say, no wonder you don't see below the table on the streams. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> oh god, you know what? I don't. I don't fucking care if you guys want to catch you to win. I don't care. Go ahead. I, Go ahead. How do you think? How do you think Ninja's hair got to be so blue? Oh no. <laughs> Wait, if I suck on Ninja's hair, do I get direction? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably that not. That is a sound a... Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho losing the title was really funny. Orange Cassidy in that bathroom is forever and the most evergreen shit ever and I will and I will watch that endlessly and I will watch re- fucking apparently it turns out I will watch random clips of just podcasters that don't know wrestling watching that and being like Jesus, Orange Cassidy calling him the O god. <laughs> and he is the oh god it's true he's got that swag hold on oh my gosh can you can you put that next on chastity's name in parentheses please okay i'll uh orange cassidy uh oh god yeah there we go the bathroom creeper all right hit enter done
right. Congratulations. It, it, it didn't pop. It didn't update, John. It's updated for me, so. We'll figure there it this is. out. All right. There so congratulations go. to Orange Cassidy, the O-God, the bathroom creeper, for being the dot coolest moments. With the runners-up being Jericho losing the AEW title at a Longhorn Steakhouse, and Hiromo returns as crazy as ever. All of these were fucking awesome moments. Yes, they were. I did not expect and I that could to have win. easily given them to all of them. Yep, precisely. Good, good work, everyone. All right. We have broken up best promo into two categories this year. John, so let's start with the first one. John, I think this one's mostly just you and me. Yeah, it but it's cool. Much is. Owen, what's up? It's time to talk about the best Firefly Funhouse segment of 2019. Oh, so many to choose from. And the nominees are Bray Wyatt does the Muscle Man dance. Bray Wyatt feeds the boss money. Bray Wyatt discusses Stranger Danger. And Bray Wyatt tells the story of Thanksgiving is petrified of the Illuminati. I, should, should we also include the one where Ramblin' Rabbit dresses up as Seth Rollins and fights uh, the buzzard in Hell in a Cell? That one was really good, too. Put, put that on the list. It's, it's not, it's not going to win, but I, I, I wanted to be recognized. Ramblin' Rabbit with the goatee and the shirt was really funny. <laughs> <sighs> so, remind me of the Stranger Danger one. The puppets yelled Stranger Danger a bunch. And then they talked about how, you know, friends, strangers are friends you haven't met, and he was all creepy about Seth. I honestly, I think it's the weakest of, of the ones here. Yeah, I agree. But I, I did enjoy it now that you're reminding me which one it was. I liked all the puppets yelling Stranger Danger. That was funny. Mm hmm. I would also, I'm also going to say that of all these, as much as I am glad that you added it and acknowledged it, yeah, Ramley Rabbit versus Mercy the Buzzard, not not making the cut. No, but I, I wanted it on the on the full list. Because it was really good. Now, John, I think it, it was the most recent one out of the, out of the three, but I think that the, the, the Thanksgiving one is going to take, you know, third place here. Owen? Because it also includes elements of the other two. It does, but he talks about the reptile people. You can't trust them. He does them. the muscle man rap, which honestly, I'm going to say it, I thought that the rap was better than the original muscle man dance. Yeah. I like the weird background imagery of all the Illuminati shit and like the fucking file on like America's first serial killer. All right, you're, you're starting to turn me around because now I'm remembering the random feats. And the, and the husk's feet just over top of it for no reason. Again, him yelling about the fucking lizard people, the reptile people I guess, that fucking run the world. And, and, the, and he fought the muscle men. It, you know what? That's a solid second. That's, I am willing. I am will, potentially willing to argue that it might not win because uh, if what if based on what we know about his brother, I could totally see that just being what Bray Wyatt actually believes. Yeah. But you know which one wins, though. Bo's really into the fucking Illuminati. Of course he is. But you know which one wins, though. Yeah, the Muscle Man dance. No. The one where the, the, the puppet Vince shows up, and, and Bray Wyatt's like, 
no, you can't, you can't fire me because I actually draw money, and then he feeds it to him. The part where he fed the puppet was funny. Do you remember and he talks about how he else drew, that happened in that promo? Yeah, he talked about how he draws money for him, so he's going to let him keep doing his shit instead of cutting off the Firefly Funhouse. And then they all dance again. I just, I feel like I don't remember anything else about that promo. I know what happened in that promo was where they, because it was the one where they set up uh, the fucking Hell in a Cell match. Didn't they also do a dance afterward? I don't think so. I think, I think that might be the same one as the Muscle Man dance. No, because the Muscle Man dance was a very special episode because it was about getting into shape because that was the episode where they introduced Huskus the Pig. That's right. That was the one right before it. Huskus. The motherfucking pig. Mm. Owen. The muscle man dance. Erase your mind. Yeah. Did you, did you notice the element of the Thanksgiving one where he's wearing the shirt that says uh, you can't hurt him and it's regular muscle man dance uh, Bray Wyatt and then when it turns into the fiend it's the fiend on the shirt? Yep, it's really good! That's a really... I... I think that one might win. Because it has the Muscle Man dance, and it has the Illuminati. And it has the rap. And it has Puppet Vince in it. It does have Puppet Vince in it. It has everything. It's It's got everything. It had Huskis. It's it's the perfect Firefly Funhouse segment. And again, he wants you to erase your mind. And just like the one Billy Gunn, it has it all. And also the Fiend that had that new belt. All right. It makes sense, though, because I explained it on, on Heel Turn recently to Oscar that, you know, he, the way he wears the belt to the ring, it's now his face because the way he wears it. It's so fucked up. It's great. I think this one has to win. I, I, I originally said it was going to be in last place, and now it's in first. Do you agree? Fuck the reptile people. Fuck the, fuck the reptile people, indeed. Uh, the These fucking reptile people that just keep running the goddamn world. Thank God the muscle men fought them off in the first Thanksgiving. Never forget. Never forget. So, congratulations. Owen. What's up? Pull up your pants. They're already pulled up, dude. Do the muscle man dance. Uh, uh, are you seeing me doing it? <coughs> I'm, uh, yep, yep, there you there, go. Alright, yeah. good. And now, what John, the fuck is Owen doing? Uh, Trace, erase your mind. Don't worry yeah. about it. What? Oh, okay. Erase your mind. Let me in. Congratulations to Bray Wyatt. Uh, tells the story of Thanksgiving is petrified the Illuminati. The best Firefly Funhouse segment, with the runners up being Bray Wyatt does the Muscle Man dance and Bray Wyatt feeds the boss money. It's pretty cool when he fed that puppet. It's really good. I'm glad the puppet keeps showing up. All right. Best promo! Not featuring Bray Wyatt. Everyone, every, y- and y- the nominees y'all are. Y'all back now, by the way. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, we're back. The nominees we, we are. We were there the whole time. What are you talking about? What? The Gorillas of Destiny hate Ring of Honor! <laughs> <laughs> the G1 Supercard post-match interview. It's such, a good, it's such a good promo. Fuck these belts. Cody loves his brother from the Road to Double or Nothing. Fuck Velveteen Dream's couch from the September 4th. 
<laughs> NXT. Fuck that. I'm just fuck, remembering that. Fuck that good. couch. Shayna and Becky face each other down from the uh, November 4th Monday Night Raw. That Cody promo from the d- November 6th AEW Dynamite. Jericho's friends say how much better he is than Cody from the AEW Dynamite from November 6th. MJF and Chris Jericho talk about joining the inner circle from the November 13th AEW Jeez, Dynamite. There's a lot of Dynamite on here. The Thanksgiving show of Le Sean for Le Champion from the November 27th AEW Dynamite. A little bit of the bubbly from the post-show of AEW All Out. Hashtag join Dark Order. Is this is there a specific one, or are you just doing all of them? I couldn't remember what day this I, I assume the first one. It's the first one. Okay, the first one. Sad guy in the Whenever train. that happened. And our good red son, Zack Sabre Jr., throws a fit and hates Boris Johnson... I mean, he's Trace, not wrong. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to be a little bit more specific. I, I, there were a I lot heard of those. that one. It's the one where he throws the chair. Okay, yeah. That was that also the one where he ripped the where he ripped the background off the oh, wall. Oh yeah, there's a couple of those. But he, yeah, that he does one. that a lot. <laughs> it's a good promo. He just pulls it down, and rolls in it. But he throws the chair and yells yeah, about that, Boris that's Johnson. That's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> he sits on the ground. He's all sad. Oh, it's so good. He's the fucking prime minister. Yep, and he throws that goddamn chair. It's the best. <laughs> I think that has. Yep. Some, I, I'm. I don't know if it's gonna be top three, but I'm gonna fight for it to be top three. So, really here's good. the thing. Don't you dare to betray our commie son. I'm not gonna betray them. I think we need to start knocking stuff off aside from that because there's a lot here. I that think does we need not belong we, to the same standards. We need to knock off some of the dynamite stuff because there's a lot of it. So, I would say. I love it, but that Cody promo is not nearly as good as some of the other stuff he's done. I'm not willing to cut the Cody promo just yet. I that thought Cody, that promo was that fucking Cody amazing. promo was fucking amazing. Although I, mm-hmm. I guess I will say, if I had to choose one or the other, I think I would pick the. I think I would pick the one on Dustin. Mm-hmm. John, yeah, Cody loves his brother. I think is the best Cody promo. John, it, that the, when you say the road to Dublin, like when you say Cody loves his brother, are you referring to the one that was after? Yeah. After the match, when it's like, I no, know, no, no, I'm referring the match. to, I'm the referring one, to the one from the Road to Double or Nothing, yeah, the, one the one that was just an episode, the one of where the he, Road to Double or Nothing, yeah, the one where he walks out of the shadows, sits down, and says, "I love my older brother," and then continues oh, on talking yeah, about yeah, how, this one. yeah, and where he nearly cries, talking about how when you know it gets to the point where it's just too much and they just can't keep going, you just gotta take him by the side of the road and just shoot them, John. Yeah, I, th- um, I think that promo would have been better if you would have talked about Uranus. You can't say that. Come on, man. <laughs> um, still, still, I don't still think, the best Cody I promo. Don't think, I don't think Gorillas of Destiny wins. What? <laughs> How do you do? You know what this promo is? Yeah, he, he fucking-, fucking threw that belt into the stratosphere, dog. He sure okay, did. Hear me out, though. That ROH belt is still in orbit. I, I know what Oscar, I know what Oscar's going to do. He's going to try to defend Enzo. No, I'm not going to defend Enzo. <laughs> you, you sure did a few weeks ago on heel turn. I'm going to say it's not a promo. It's a fucking shoot interview. I tried that argument last year and get a shoot promo one best promo. 
No, it didn't. Did, was it? My name is Joe. Yeah, the my, that was that did not win. It didn't. I thought. I thought for sure. No, it, won. it didn't. No, it, it made top three. It made top three. It made top three. Okay, it made top three definitely. Okay, hundred. So I'm just saying that the shoot promos can still count for this after that. No, the the one that won was the Johnny Gargano promo. On, yes, uh, that's on right, Alistair. Because that shit was awesome. Yep, you're right. That's yeah, the one. but 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 also looking at the other stuff that was up. This is a much harder year than last year. There were a lot of good fucking promos this year. I don't. Sure I'm were. not willing to cut it just yet. Agreed. I'm gonna start by saying, look, that shit was really funny. It was really well done. Oh, come on, don't do this. The MJF and Chris Jericho bit was yeah. just the was just the Kevin Owens oh, Chris Jericho yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it needs to be say, cut. It needs to be cut. I was gonna cut. say cut that. Thank God. It was, it was really cut. well done and hilarious, but again, it was it was just the Kevin Owens bit again, which hey, still fucking really cuts. fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, cut a little bit of the bubbly. What? Mm. This is a phenomenon. It's still a phenomenon. It is, but it's not a great promo in a vacuum. It, it's a good t-shirt. It, it was a hilarious... It's honestly, I would say that, like... I, I don't think it would have won, but I think a little bit of the bubbly would have made more sense as a dot coolest moment. But it, I th- it was a it was a stupid <laughs> and ridiculous thing that had no fucking right to ever get over, and it suddenly became the most fucking over thing ever because just Chris Jericho is a fucking madman. I think it's not yeah. just that part though, but it's also the part of Jericho going around demanding thanks from everyone and no one thanking him. And him just All right. If with we're that. gonna if we're gonna count that entire segment, that, that's then, that's whole promo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. If we're gonna count the entire backstage thing and not just that one moment, then okay, I, I can see more of an argument. Yeah, like holding the belt up at the Bucks and like saying, "Look, I am the champion. Fuck you." I'm also I'm also gonna say maybe cut fuck Velveteen Dreams couch. That Agreed. feels like it was more oh, of a duck cool moment. That and both that and Chain and Becky both need to go. That one was also really good. Know. The Shayna and Becky moment was really good, but I do agree that it wasn't hey, that there are stronger. Hey, things hey John, I have a question. Yeah, was it this year the the segment where Rod Strong had the bloody sandal, or was that last year? Oh shit, that was this year. Can we put that on there? Put it on. I'm gonna put that on. He okay. fucking actually killed. Matt Riddle, for real. He beat Matt Riddle to death with his own sandal! It says, look, I took care of that problem. I'm back in Undisputed Era now. How, how did we not put this in Doc Coolest Moment alongside Orange Cassidy? Yeah, a lot of these things feel like Doc Coolest Moments it's a and promo. so much best promos. Um, we didn't actually see him beat Rod- Matt Riddle to death with the sandal. He just okay. came out with the bloody sandal, and it was implied. Yeah, because the okay, whole so, the whole story, which is why I'm willing to say that it doesn't make the cut. The- I also want to say, and I'm just going to take a shot at myself here. It's a great moment. It is a defining turn. It has a lot of potential, but join Dark Order is not yet there, and it's not a promo that is deserving of top three. I agree. Yeah, I'm willing to concede that. Yeah, it was it, cool, though. It is going to be cool. It is going to lead to something amazing, but Man. it's just more we're all excited Wait. by the fact that the Dark Order is not going to suck going forward. Man. Look, it'll be pivotal yep. next year when we give the Dark Order most improved. I, yeah, exactly. I can't believe the, 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 the sandals not making the cut. It was so good. It was really good, but Especially again, the context of, of, 
the whole storyline being, oh, Rod Strong's going to be kicked out of the Unspeed Era. Oh, no, I, I, I murdered your problem. Here's his sandal. Okay, so we're cool I'm now. Say, what I'm going to say is we have to pick one of these Jericho promos. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's Thanksgiving celebration uh, for no, Le Champion. I disagree. Honestly, I Ooh. think that's the weakest one. I agree. I... So by using the same logic of the story of Thanksgiving winning Best Firefly Funhouse, it is the cult, it is the best of all of the other bits. The thing that I would say is different, at least for me, is that like I think that the Thanksgiving one for the Firefly Funhouse it. It had all of the bits, but it also did new things with them and did, and in some ways I think did them better. Whereas I don't think that the Thanksgiving thing exactly did some of them better. In fact, I think that like, you know, I think Soul Train Jones wasn't as good as he was on the video promo, let's say. Weird. Oh, no, Soul okay. Train Jones is way better on the video promo. Okay, John, hear me out. That fucking Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara cutout. Fucking the f- amazing! The yeah, fact true. that they are the fact that they sold actual little bit of the bubbly, and I am probably gonna fucking take a road trip to Brooklyn so I can pick it up from your house. And but hear buy me some. out here, Oscar. Is that cutout better than the moment when Chris Jericho is listening? Is not really listening to Sammy Guevara? T- tell him about bubbly and which one they should drink and then kiss sweetly kisses him on the forehead okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, th- I think that one's gonna be the one god damn it yeah so I'm gonna say cut cut the all out one and make it Jericho's friends say make it the parody of that fucking Cody promo yeah the that parody of the Cody promo me. as soon as we all saw that we boasted all busted out laughing. We loved all the references to it. He makes references to Southpaw in there. And again, still the best use of, of Jake Hager. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Although Chris I got Jared say, Goat was funny. Still the best use of Hager. Being the inner circle, um, Jake Hager's pretty good in there, too. That was that, being, being uh, the inner circle was really good. Yeah, that whole editing thing. Yeah, Jake Hager. Very good video editor, as it turns out. I... Hey guys, we have four now. We do. If, I, I wish it wasn't too late to go back on most improved because God, Jake Hager might be most improved. No, not, not yet. yet. He's got to have we'll a see match him. First. We'll see when he's in the ring. Okay, fair enough. Um, right, we, can, we can cut Gorillas of Destiny. I was going to say I, cut the Cody one. Nah. Mm, I nah. thought the I thought the post double or nothing one was a better moment. Uh, I it think... was a better moment, but it wasn't a better promo. No, it wasn't. It was not a better promo. It was just more reconciliation from all they People said. People cried in my section. I, I cried watching it. Yeah, I cried at his promo over Dustin beforehand. I, yeah, I cried at that one, too, admittedly. <laughs> like, that fucking, like, that one promo, like, immediately fucking sold me on that match. Like, that promo took that match and made it something like, I need to fucking see this now. Like, I, I will pay any fucking money you want to see this fucking match. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Cody one. I, I the All girls right. one's great, but, you know, if we're actually talking about actual promos and we're getting down to the nitty gritty, I think yeah. this one needs to be in the top three. Yeah, like, look, 
I, I fucking love that Gorilla's Destiny moment more than anything. Fucking Tamatonga, so fucking angry. <laughs> Just yelling. So fucking angry. Th- throwing that belt into the stratosphere. Fucking calling it the bullshit ROH championship. Official but Tamatonga, when he is angry, is the best. You know who else is the it best is when they're angry? So fucking good and so fucking amazing. There are three things better than it this year, unfortunately. But, Patrice, you know who's better when they're angry? Soul Train Jones? Zack Sabre Jr. Oh. He really I hates Boris Johnson. <sighs> Look, if <laughs> Boris Johnson didn't get fucking voted prime minister, or however the fuck that country works, <laughs> like, Boris Zack Johnson Sabre would have won the fucking G1. It's true, he would have. It's fucked up. <laughs> that goddamn prick. It's yeah. a special election for a new conservative party leader where members of the conservative party were able to vote. It was not a general election. Why didn't they vote for ZSJ? Because he's Labour. He's not a member of the conservative party. At least... Bring him in. Fuck if, it. If, if Zack Sabre Jr. is a member of the conservative party, everything I know is a fucking lie. No, I'm not saying they should vote him in anyway because they should know better. Okay, no. how about th- how about this as a trade? We make Z- Zack Sabre Jr. the Prime Minister. Uh-huh. Jeremy Corbyn wrestles at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say we make Zack Sabre Jr. the Prime Minister and make Boris Johnson have to wrestle the G1. Uh, well, who does No, Boris Cor- Johnson we just throw in- into the ocean. Yeah, who does Corbyn wrestle then? Tanashi. Go ace. Shit, I'm in. God damn it. That's Go actually ace. really good. Cor- Corbin, Corbin just wrestles David Starr because the the media told me he's racist. Corbin just fights Baron Corbin. <laughs> or King. Corbin Starr would be pretty goddamn good. I watch Corbin Starr. So, the Jericho mock promo, Cody, that's gotta win, doesn't it? It's, it's just gotta win. What are you talking about? I was going to say that you've actually convinced me that maybe Cody has to win because it's actually the best promo. So, okay, let me put an argument in for that because that is a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there, That Cody-Dustin match, when we all first saw it, the first thought you probably ran through your head was, okay, well, they got to do this, I guess, but this seems early. And yeah. this doesn't have any build to it. Yeah, it just felt like, all right, well, I guess they're finally just going to make good on, you know, the the Goldust Stardust feud that should have been, and they just right. fucking canceled. And then Dustin's promo came out, and it's like, okay, you know what? That's a pretty good sell for this. I, I can see him getting into this. And yeah, then Cody... Like, all right, sibling rivalry shit. And then Cody comes out and sets this promo down. And you're like, oh shit, there is something more to this than we realized yeah, like, this, this is isn't going just to be simply sibling rivalry. This is literally like S- Cody fighting for his fucking generation of wrestlers. Mm-hmm. This is Cody bitter about the Attitude Era. This is Cody wanting to show them that we have moved past you, and it's goddamn amazing that he does that. But have we actually moved past them? I mean, no. But I mean, <laughs> God, we, I, I, I wish so. He made you. <laughs> I mean, be he real. made you believe, though, and that's the important thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, and also, I remember in some documentary, Paul Heyman just ba- and this has forever changed my view of promos. Paul Heyman just talking about how 
back in WCW, he cut a promo and then he's like, this is great. And Dusty's like, where's the money in this? You didn't sell anything. And this Cody promo, and he's like, and I just think of that, it's like this Cody promo fucking sold that pay-per-view. Yeah. Sure did. Uh, agreed. So we're all in agreement that it's the winner, yes? Yeah. I agree. Okay. Then congratulations to Cody Loves His Brother from The Road to Double or Nothing for being the best promo, not featuring Bray Wyatt, of 2019. The runners-up being Jericho says, uh, Jericho's friends say how much better he is than Cody from Dynamite. And ZSJ throwing a fit and hating Boris Johnson from the G1 Climax. He's British. It would be ZSJ. Yeah, that's true. Y'all, I'm not a farmer. So I don't know anything about goats. Okay. That's all. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Best show! And the nominees are 205 Live, Being the Elite, Dynamite, NXT, NXT UK, NWA Power, WWE Backstage, and the Firefly Funhouse. We're just listing things. I cut power. No, I I, I need the power of my laptop. What are you doing? I love power. power. It's not going to win. Fuck Cornette. Yeah, fuck Cornette. It has to lose. Cut 205 live. Exactly. I don't know why that was even on here. I think 205 Live was better during the year when it was put on the list, and since it's dead now because it's part of NXT. Cut NXT UK. Agreed. I don't know why that was even on here. They let fucking Kona Reeves on that show recently. What are you doing? Okay. He was not on the show when that was on the list, is what I'm saying for that one. Cut WWE backstage. What? I agree. Yeah. I'm not getting any say in this category. There's only one way you leave it on there. You re- you amend that to say WWE backstage whenever CM Punk is on. Promo school is great. Well, okay, Owen, sell me on WWE backstage being the best fucking wrestling show. That's not the best wrestling show. It's just really good. Sell me on it being one of the three best wrestling shows. It's, it's not. I like it. I like it a lot, though. It's it's good. It's it's a well done talk show, but like I don't know. I don't feel like it really brings anything new to the table it's not like making me it's not making me want to like watch more wrestling it's not making me like more interested in wwe or the product it's just like it's a cool thing that exists on its own you but, remember, like you, you don't remember, need yeah. wwe for it and I, I did you i enjoy like the mixture between kayfabe and like shoots when they're talking about the shows like they they like call shit out like on that show that you'd be surprised at and, like, Booker T straight up saying that Xavier Woods' career's over was really fucked up. That was really mean. And Xavier Booker just Booker T tweeted, is kind of really mean. And they just put in a tweet about him saying, I'm watching the show. <laughs> right after he said that. Like, oh, no. What have, what have they done? <laughs> and also, they had David Arquette on there with a WCW championship replica cutting a promo on Booker T. Is Stephen Amell on there? WCW championship? What? I thought I thought he has like a real belt. Yeah, but they didn't let him. He wasn't gonna bring it to the show. He's not traveling with it to his house. Samoa Joe and Paige brought their belts that one time. And then did they make that joke about what happened to Paige's belt? No, well, no, no. That's just you. That's just you. That I that fucked joke. up. I could have sworn they made a joke referencing that, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's. 
No, they did definitely did not make that joke. That was just <sighs> the guy that hacked the WWE 2K page. <laughs> Can we f- that should have been fucking Doc Coolest moment. No, that should be under best surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just going to have to take a page out of page uh, here? David Arquette's page book here and tell you all to shit it! <laughs> it's, backstage is not going to make the top three. I really enjoy the show and I'm glad it exists. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, so do we cut Firefly Funhouse or being the elite? Is Dynamite and NXT are staying on here? Yeah, I agree. They're both staying on here. I think we cut Firefly Funhouse. Mm. Firefly Funhouse is a great show within a show that <coughs> is the only thing that has made me enjoy watching WWE programming all year. Yeah. Yeah. Being the elite is actually really well done and like for kind of still required viewing, which may be to its detriment in a lot of ways. Or, which is or, why I was almost tempted to say it is the best show here, which is be awful to say. Uh, hey, it was the best show last year. And guess what? It's the best show again. <laughs> okay, we really believe that, though. Yes. I fully no. believe that. Dynamite's Dynamite or NXT? No, being the elite's the best. Being the elite, is, being the elite is a fucking extension of Dynamite. Being the elite is better storytelling than Dynamite. Being the elite really is Dynamite storytelling, though. Like they are, mm. like they that's are the problem. That is. Oh, dynamite. I, I agree. It's the problem, but also, like, you cannot like the shows are practically the same no they're not at all oscar there's one reason you're absolutely wrong here and that is merch freak yeah i've never seen the merch freak on dynamite nick jackson is basically the undertaker and being the elite i mean i'm I'm gonna say i'm gonna say you're making a compelling argument for nxt being best show please go on The argument is that all of Dynamite's storytelling happens on Being the Elite, and Being the Elite is not a show, is not a fucking wrestling show. It's not. Then best why did we show. give it best show of twenty eighteen? It's not best wrestling I don't know, show. I wasn't it's best show. Fucking, I wasn't fucking on the podcast last year to call out your bullshit of it being best show. Oscar, it's best show, not Who's best wrestling show. I stand by though. You're making, you're as much as I prefer Dynamite to NXT. Um, NXT is probably a better complete package. I just feel like NXT has been really hit and miss this year. It has been, but the point. But I am not willing to give B the Elite best show. Why not? I think without it, Dynamite well, wouldn't even exist. Sure. But Di- but be the elite is an extension of dynamite now. It's it's fucking. It's like, really not. That, that's really not. That, that's like no. Dark is an extension of dynamite, and even that's a stretch because stuff doesn't carry over all that often between the two. Sammy Guevara's vlog is not an extension of dynamite. Yeah, because Sammy Guevara's ordering room service with wrestlers is not an extension of dynamite. Yeah. Why is that not on the list? Still has a lot of backstage stuff. Like that's, and I feel like that's kind of the problem here is that yeah, they they are mixing in a lot of like you know kayfabe shit into there now, but like 
again, like, I think that to say that it is merely an extension of Dynamite is doing a grave disservice to all of the things that Being the Elite does. Also, I'm adding something to the list and eliminating it immediately. It's WWE 24. Because they've had some really great episodes this year. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, Like the Sasha Banks one about her going through her whole time being away from WWE is wild. You should definitely watch it. I would if I had bought money for the WWE Network. I'm sure there's or ways you can send money. There's ways. There's ways I know, but even then, I, I think it might what? also be on YouTube, like on their YouTube. I'm not sure. Have you heard of a oh, website shit. called Daily Motion? They're based in Europe, so they don't give a fuck about things. That's true. I should probably use some more. Mm-hmm. I watched House Hardy Halloween last year. It's true. But yes, uh, WWE 24. That's how I watched. It. How I watched some of the matches from Crown Jewel this year. Understandable, but yeah, WWE twenty four is really solid. I hope they continue to put out great stuff with that. It's not one of the best three because the number one is being the elite. Y'all never look back. No, never say die. Always attack with a warrior's cry. You don't remember that shit with Kenny Omega on that show? That one episode where it's just him being really upset. You son of a bitch, you son of a bitch. Has he ever said you son of a bitch on Dynamite? I actually think he may have. Oh, he hasn't. Okay, yeah. No, he's he's not crazy on Dynamite is the problem. No, I'm thinking of Dark anyways. They're still not doing that yet. Why why is this? It's only on, it's exclusive for Being the Elite, which is why Being the Elite is the better show. Why is he a separate, different character on both shows? That's a great question. That's a really good question. Oscar, you're not winning this one. Being the Elite is the best show. I'm assuming it's because... Yeah, well, I, I, there's a I'm reason assuming it's because the Being the Elite fighting. character is the one he wants to be, whereas the AEW character is the one that Tony Khan wants him to be. <laughs> but th- don't worry. Jesus. Don't worry, Oscar. This this happens to me a few times last year. It, it, you just have to accept defeat sometimes. As I said, I've stopped fucking talking. I still don't think... I still don't, I still don't think it's the best show, but whatever. Yeah. I, again, you can hear me sound just as defeated as you last year a few times. I'm willing to give it to Dynamite. It's not, no, it's being the elite. Trace has my back, right? Yeah, I think it's being the elite. I think that's absolutely the answer should be here is that, yes, a YouTube series has managed to be better in actually re- actual wrestling shows again. Again! J- John, they're still... They're still doing better at the YouTube show than they are doing on the wrestling show. Hey, John, do you want to put Capital Wrestling? It's great that being the elite still gets to exist. Come on, no. Owen. Owen. <laughs> I'm, Owen, I'm, I swear I'm, to God. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I didn't even hear you, Owen. What'd you say? I said, do you want to put Capital don't. Wrestling on the list and eliminate it just so it's on there? I'm, I'm, I'm no. putting something on the list I'm not, and I eliminating don't. it right away. Cap Capital's fun. It does. It's it's not on here for a reason. I put it on us. I put aesthetic was the thing that I wanted to acknowledge it for. All right. Also, Oscar put on AEW Dark and eliminated immediately, and that's a good call. Yeah. AEW yeah. Dark's really fucking good. It's good sometimes. Aesthetic is the thing I wanted to nominate for because I wanted to acknowledge that it's it's a show. It's the wrestling show that we would make. It's that it's, it's, it's I'm glad that we don't. 
is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Is that like it's it's absolutely perfect proof that we shouldn't make a wrestling show because we just do it bad. But again, someone is doing it. Someone got the money to do it, and I appreciate that because it gives me hope. John, we almost bought that. We almost bought Impact that that one time. Remember that? Yeah, that would have been dumb. That would have been dumb. <laughs> People don't remember when when Impact was going up for sale before uh, Anthem bought them. Me and John were trying to figure out a way to crowdsource money so we could buy it and make it exclusively an audio show. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I really do. It was a fun bit. It was a good bit. So congratulations to being the Elite, the best show of 2019, with the runners-up being Dynamite and NXT. Best surprise! Ah, I'm surprised. And the nominees are. Well, hold on, John. What does best surprise mean? I think that surprised us. Ah! <laughs> ah! I'm shocked. Uh. Something that we didn't expect, and it was cool. Shit. So it has to be positive? And the nominees are. AEW is real, and they could be legitimate competition to WWE North America. John Moxley is all elite. John Moxley is in the G1. Kenta joins the Bullet Club. Keishan Liger comes out to play. Oh God. NWA Power is a good show. <laughs> no. Shibata beats the hell out of Kenta for 30 seconds because he joined Bullet Club. Yeah. And CM Punk returns to WWE's analysis show on Fox Sports. So, I think NWA Power... Actually, sorry, Power... let me say that. CM Punk returns to WWE's analysis show on Fox Sports. There you go, that's better. <laughs> there you go, that's better. I think NWA Power as a nomination did not age well. It sure didn't. Nope! But I'm still gonna say, did you expect it to be a good show? No. I, I didn't sure. expect it, a- it to even exist. But what the fact that, like, in barring the fact that the Jim, barring the fact that fuck Jim Cornette, is it not, like, a huge fucking surprise that that show was good? I have a question for everyone on the podcast. Outside of the first two episodes, before all the Jim Cornette stuff happened, who watched it weekly? I did, I did not. I, nope. I did not either. I, I know still, I'm the only one I here that watched Power. I've, I really fucking loved Power. And I have not watched it since la- since episode eight, mm-hmm. when uh, Jim Cornette had his thing. But like, they're making strides to make it better again. Like, to be fair, they are making strides to fix it. Like, they've replaced Jim Cornette with fucking Stu Bennett. Yeah, and that's and that's a huge plus. I believe we've got some bad news. <laughs> Stu Bennett is actually legitimately really good on commentary. That's good to hear. Yeah, like, like again, I I don't think it's right to eliminate this for best surprise because I don't want to eliminate it just yet. Okay. So, there's three I want to eliminate right now. All right, I'm I'm curious to hear this. Uh, I want to eliminate Kent to join's Bullet Club because that is a surprise, but it's not really an engaging one because he sucked shit during the entire G1. Jeez, oh, you're gonna piss off John again. Suck my dick. He was fucking awful. The crowd turned on him. A Japanese crowd turned on Kenta during the G1 when he was supposed to be a face. They never liked him in the first place because they hate him because he's a Noah guy. 
fuck New Japan crowds and oh man, oh you're not a real New Japan person. Uh, it had nothing to do with that. Everything bullshit. to do with the fact that his wrestling style was boring as hell. His, I will kill you. <laughs> his matches in the G1 are really bad. You know. I will say, though, it wasn't a huge surprise that the guy that wasn't a New Japan person joined the Bullet Club, though, so it's gone. Okay, yeah. good. I also want to eliminate John Moxie's All Elite because that was, like, the worst-kept secret there. We kind of all knew that was going to happen. The G1 was a surprise. Oh, the G1 Elite... was legitimately a surprise because he was already with AEW at the time, so it's like, wait, what? Yeah. The G1, yes, was a legitimate surprise. I personally like the All Elite wrestling moment better, mm-hmm. but, yeah, not a surprise. So, and here's the one that I'm going to catch a lot of flack for. AEW is real, and it could be legitimate competition to WWE. That is a TBD. It is. Yeah, we, I agree. We have been I, surprised I, I, by the fact that they, we expect it to be way worse than it is, and they have come out fully competent and swinging. Okay, then I don't want to eliminate it. I don't want to eliminate it yet, because one, they could be, is I specifically wrote it that way, to be the TVD, but the fact that it's like, when's the last time a promotion has come into North America and people are like, wow, this could actually be a big deal? Was it Impact or was it fucking like TNA when they launched in 2001? That's the last time anyone's like, oh, maybe. Like, W, like, there has not been something that's even felt like it could be a threat since WCW went out of business. The and fact I would go that so far to say that this is not going to be a threat to WWE at all. I agree, because it's it's kind of a threat to NXT. And that's their the weakest show in ratings. It's in Canada, threat. I'm sure it's doing well. Yeah. But I, North America is where they're aiming. That's what you I specifically don't, said with North America, which includes the I US. don't feel good... I mean, if you want to modify this a bit, but I still think the fact that AEW exists and, you know, like, it's a legitimate thing that is that is quality television with good production values for the most part. Yeah, they suck. You just said it right there. That's the thing about it, though. And that's what a surprise is. AEW exists. And wasn't a complete failure. And is not a complete shit show. Which, it is actually a extremely competent product, which, I think, is yeah. really what you want to go at. Yeah. When you talk then, about competition in WWE, then I think that's when you take it a step too far. It is a competent, good product, which is more also, than any of us were expecting at this point. Because Owen and I last year were talking about this, mm-hmm. and his attitude was when all the elites started moving over. And I said, well, we probably can't go to Wrestle Kingdom before. I was like, yeah, I can't do that anyways. i got to save money for shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, don't worry. Uh, you know, all little die pretty quickly, and then we'll be right back to them in New Japan. And I'm happy that I was wrong. Yep. I'll, I'll so that, I'm that's happy surprising. to but the, but say... the thing that I will say with all of that is that, like, you know, yeah, definitely AEW is out the gate way better, way more legitimate, way stiffer competition, <laughs> like, and way more, you know, interesting having a lot going on there than, than say, a fucking a Ring of Honor, uh, a, a TNA, like, basically anything since WCW Nitro launched. Right. At the same time, though, how much of that is because none of those companies had a literal billionaire backing them counterpoint though sinclair broadcasting and panda energy counter counterpoint sinclair barely seems to understand that they own ring of honor 
Yeah, do you see how much advertising uh, TNT has been putting out for Dynamite? Like, I go to a movie theater and I see, like, advertisements on the big screen for them. But that's not... But the but that still doesn't change the fact, though, that Ring of Honor has arguably, again, something worth more than fucking Tony Khan backing them. But they're not doing anything with it. But that's not... That doesn't mean that they didn't at one point have the tools in place to be something... And AEW used their tools properly. I don't think they were given the full toolbox is the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I, and I, I think that is an important thing is that, like, you know, r- yeah, Ring of Honor got bought by Sinclair, like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, something like mm-hmm. that. Like, maybe a little more recent than that. Like, Sinclair didn't change anything. Sinclair didn't give them more budget. Sinclair didn't say, like, all right, cool. Like, run with it. Go with it. They just kind of have left them to do their own thing. And boy, look how that's gone. Yeah, all yeah. right. So yeah, I would put AEW is real and and not a bus. And and it's not a complete bus. I I I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to remove that and put exactly AEW is real and a competent show. I, I think that's a better way to say it. Like once you start putting WWE in there as you know, actual competition, no, but they are the definite most solid number two league we've ever seen in North America since WCW. Yes, agreed. But is that enough to be the best surprise? I think it's good enough to be in the top three. I think it could make top three like that. Well, let's come back to that and let's let's talk about something that. I, I that I definitely want to talk about here. CM Punk returning to WWE backstage is certainly a surprise. It's a huge it sure surprise. Is. Like holy shit. But is it a good surprise? No. No. That's I that, don't that's, care. That's why I was asking if it if this is a positive or negative surprise or does that matter? It's I think it definitely matters. I think it has to be something that makes us care and makes us more engaged. Like, yeah, it's cool that CM Punk is, like, talking about wrestling again, sort of. But, like, that doesn't make me want to watch backstage. It's not getting me more excited. It's not getting me excited to see, like, when there was they were teasing the possibility of, like, having Punk and Rollins on the show uh, on the same episode. Like... I was, even before Punk was like, fuck no, that's not happening. I was already like, no, that's cool. You don't have to do that. So I, th- I hear think me they, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think we kind of knew deep down inside that this was the only way that CM Punk was ever going to come back to wrestling, unless you're one of those people who legitimately thought he was actually going to wrestle again, which I think was a complete joke of a view. I think they I think for a while there was a legitimate possibility he could have been all elite. I feel and like the way he was not, talking about it, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, as I like whether or not whether or not those rumors becoming too big and Cody legitimately did like act unprofessionally, which caused him to fucking back off of that, or like uh, I honest I honestly believe this is basically either he's going to get paid a bunch of money to do absolutely nothing by Fox, or he's trying to use this to get his fucking WrestleMania main event. Yeah. Because that's the thing he actually cares about. Hear me out. I can say that this could be eliminated from the category this year. If he appears in a WWE ring 
that will be a definite uh, a word with at least a top three next year if that happens. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, see that. I'm happy to accept that because being being on Fox, it's it's a surprise, but not the biggest surprise. I actually like appearing on Vince's show would be a bigger surprise. Um, I'm going to say cut Shibata just because we mm. already uh, honored it in Doc Coolest. Did we leave it in top three there? I don't think Oh, no, no, we didn't. No. We gave it to uh, Hiromu. I think this is still... This was the one moment this entire time that I my jaw dropped when it happened. Yeah, this is like... This, yeah, I think this... I think This, this is legitimate a person who was hours away from death. Mm-hmm. Came back completely and in a situation where he's not supposed to be wrestling we're talking like Bret Hart no contact yeah and he does something this crazy and reckless at the guy he brought in to be the ringer in the G1 so again like I guess the question is is this a good surprise or is this him it's an extremely good surprise this Shibata is legitimately like I would put him in like the territory of Daniel Bryan in terms of like the kind of wrestler he is, except way stiffer kicks mm-hmm. and shots and everything. And like headbutts, he is, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that's his problem. Is like he is one of the stiffest workers you've ever seen. Like, there's a reason why there's <laughs> memes about how much how hard he cracked Okada with like chest chops and slapping him down into his neck with his fists and chops and things of that nature. It was just an ugly, brutal, wonderful match. That's what he's known for. And he started bringing it out here against Kenta, and. I feel like the only thing that tempers it and possibly could go against it here is that there's no way they're going to do anything else for a couple of years because he is not cleared to wrestle. He legitimately could die during a wrestling match. Yeah, like that's that's my serious concern here is that like, you know, unlike unlike Miz and Daniel Bryan where we kind of played it off as like, well, yeah, they might not pay it off, but like if they don't pay it off, it's because Daniel Bryan's going to go wrestle somewhere else. Right. Like I don't have any confidence that Shibata will ever actually ever really return to a ring again. Right. That said, it's still, I consider it such a tremendous shocker that he even had any action. And he had, I mean, we're talking about leaping missile dropkick, the likes of what we used to see, uh, Finn Balor do. Yeah, I would say this is top yeah. three. It's not going to win, but it has it has to be top three. So that means we have two knockout then. You, you know what should not be on this list? Uh, the Keishan Liger. Power? No, is it, well, yes, but also the Keishan Liger bit because it was cool. It was a really great bit, but also it was just a one-off thing that really didn't like get followed up at all. If it actually, if it actually had built to a match between Suzuki and Kishin Liger, yes, yeah, exactly. Wait, yeah. they and didn't that, fucking build to a match with that. They, they built, built to a match, but it wasn't that match. It was it was MMA Liger. Yeah, it was MMA yeah, Liger. it was Battle Liger. Yeah, what the fuck? Which battle Battle Liger's still really cool, and I really liked that match that they gave us. Oh yeah, but not as cool as Kishin motherfucking Liger. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest with you, they telegraphed Keishan Liger pretty heavily before then with constant attempts to rip the mask and things of that nature. They did, certainly, but man, look, it's still, it's like the fourth time we've ever seen Keishan Liger. And, and the it, last time. It, it's the first time he's ever yeah. ripped off his own mask to reveal himself. Every other time, somebody else has ripped his mask off to reveal it's Keishan. I'm glad we got to see it one more time. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, the, other, th- so, the other thing they got to list is NWA. I want I feel like I want NWA to be in the top three. It's... Mm. I know... Defend it. Not, Go ahead. It's a really, really... And I know none of you watch it, but it is a good show. And the fact that there have been other attempts to do this, like, bringing wrestling back to its roots things. Like, look at the fucking XWF or that kind of shit. And all that failed because they're not good. Like, it doesn't... They don't know what to do. And they don't know how to properly nail the whole vibe and everything. NWA Power, the 10 Pounds of Gold series that they've been doing has been really entertaining and has made the NWA Championship seem really prestigious again. Um, This is a show that is perfectly playing to the strengths of the roster they have. And yes, Jim Jim Cornette is a fucking moron and Dave Lagana has some dubious beliefs, but at the end of the day, it is producing a really good show that frankly... No one, including myself, but definitely no one here, and probably no one online when they announced it would have expected it to be good, especially after the fact that NWA 70, like, wasn't that good. But, like, they're legitimately... that was bad. Yeah. But, like, they're legitimately making a go with this, and they are... They have produced something that is really unlike anything else major in wrestling... And I'm happy that it exists in its own little niche, and it's still maybe one of the most entertaining one-hour shows in wrestling. Hey, Oscar. Hey, Owen. Outside of the Shibata thing, because that's not leaving the list. If you would elim- if you were to replace one of the other two with NWA, which one would it be? Uh, me out here, Owen. It, 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 don't, don't you dare try to turn on Shibata. I don't like NWA Power. I don't like the NWA. I don't like the style of wrestling that they do. NWA Power, in one of their more recent episodes, had Aaron Stevens and Question Mark beat two men and then force them to read Shakespeare while Aaron Stevens vomited because he couldn't take how bad they were at doing Shakespeare. <laughs> okay. Cut John Moxley in the G1 NWA power belongs on this list. Uh, no. Mm. Not that one. They were te- they God, were telegraphing so John Mo- Were they not telegraphing John no. Moxley in the G1? No, they were not. They, at, they weren't not. at all. There but, was one rumor out there before it actually happened that's like, there's some talks between New Japan and Moxley, and he's expressed interest in G1. But the match he announced that in was him against Shota Umino, or Shooter Umino now. And that was just supposed to be like, okay, he's going to run through him and then probably announce something regarding Juice. It was not. Oh, that. I'm confusing Moxley being in New Japan with Moxley being in the G1. Yeah, no, that was the Time's Up promos you're thinking of. Yes. Those being discovered to be um, John Moxie was a huge surprise, but they also kind of ruined that surprise by revealing it on YouTube rather than at an event first. So, I'm I'm willing then to cut AEW being real and a competent show because when when you think about it, it's like, no, they had a lot of funding and they had... And they have um, talent involved with it, and they have a TV deal. 
competency is kind of expected from this, and then Double or Nothing being good, I'm happy to cut that in favor of the absolute fucking shock that, holy shit, Power is a competent show. Being a billionaire that owns a couple soccer teams... One one soccer team and one American football team. Uh-huh. Okay. Being a billionaire that owns a soccer team... I thought his dad owned the football team, though. Well, technically his, te- technically oh. his father owns Fulham, too. Oh, okay. Well, point... Whatever. Look, being a billionaire will get you a lot of shit, okay? Yeah. I, I will defend Oscar by saying this. NWA has a lot less potential with its talent. And holy yeah. shit, they've somehow made it work with a bunch of silliness. I, I, yeah, I have- it's like, I don't even like their talent for the most part and yeah again they're they're making it work in the best they can i have one question before we put nwa power ahead of aew on this list how much vomiting has been on aew dynamite i'm not aware there's been any actual vomiting then fuck it get off the list that's the scale i'm judging aaron stevens sick because they couldn't read sonnet 18 well (laughs) Put an NBA on the list, Oscar. You did. You, you fought good enough. It's getting on there. Thank you. Shibata wins. Shibata wins. Yeah, you you've sold me on Shibata winning. Yeah, Shibata is just such a. I mean, that would be like Bret Hart going out there and throwing fists and then doing his whole elbow off the second rope and sharpshooter shit. Yeah, that's not. That's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. But if it did, you would be just. Yeah, I lose my fucking mind. Of course. <laughs> and again, go back to that crowd at some point and listen to them. That crowd goes so electric. Oh, I, I saw what happened. I know. Mm-hmm. So, congratulations to Shibata beats the hell out of Kenta for 30 seconds bef- because he joined the Bullet Club from the G1 Climax 29 Finals, the best surprise of 2019. The runners-up being John Moxley is in the G1, and uh, NWA Power is a good show. Even, even, even with Cornette. Yep. Better without him, though. It's Turns shit. out, a lot of things are better without him. Remember MLW Fusion? <laughs> What's that? Is it the- I mean, there's a reason that they were on Best Show either this year, and because they also made that mistake. Yeah, people need to stop doing that. Stop giving that guy I'm Stop doing that! I'm gonna say... I'm, I'm gonna write bottom. something on the list for next week. Uh, <laughs> uh, Good call. There's a part of me that kind of wants to put that now kind of wants to put Sammy Callahan for best male wrestler for threatening to beat the shit out of Jim Cornette for being a homophobe. Hey, you have the time. Yeah, we got plenty of categories to go. You can sneak it in there. All right. Well, before that, best special entrance. (laughs) The nominees are PCO gets electrocuted at (laughs) New Japan Pro Wrestling Ring of Honor G1 Supercard. Here comes Death Rider from New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion. Megalomega, Kenny Omega Sands, (laughs) from the Halloween episode of AEW Dynamite. I I hate this. I hate this. What? How dare you? What? (laughs) I I wrote this down this way. Poppy trots around Io Shirai a lot. She sure did. She sure did. I mean, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's just the, uh, it's the like homophones. Tiny, it's I see little... what you did there, and I hate it. <laughs> it's it's like a little puppy. It's getting it's getting me back for the Mansourian candidate. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, I'm gonna. 
from the Halloween of, NXT. You son of a bitch. Darby Allen crowd surfs in a body bag, then skateboards to the ring from the November 20th AEW Dynamite. The Throne Breaker! Oh, I hated it. From Double or Nothing. So bad. And lowering the cage for War Games. <laughs> You're just gonna keep putting it on here until you finally get it. Oh, and I, I, I didn't put it on there. That's not me. I put it on for special entrance. I didn't realize you put it on for dark coolest moment. I'm glad it's it keeps popping up because I want to talk about those lasers. I, I, the lasers were red or were green and blue, and it made the cage art yellow. It was awesome. So I want to eliminate too. one immediately here, even though I kind of liked it. Uh, okay, be careful. Don't say it. PCO. Okay. Okay. You can say it. I was going to say, PCO was not in that chair when it all started. <laughs> no. No, she no, sure wasn't. And they I, were very late on the timing. And not only that, I went back and saw the New Japan feed of that. He also <laughs> was shown not in the chair before it happened. He fucked that entrance up. It was a good yeah, idea. Get it out. He fucked it so badly. Get it out. I, yeah, I can't believe he'd done good. this. I can't, I can't believe you've done this, PCO. You're supposed to be in the fucking chair, PCO. What the fuck are you doing, PCO? How, how can we say you're inanimate when you're walking into the chair and climbing up there on camera? You Even fucking... at the time, yeah, I could, I could very clearly tell. It's like, this is a cool idea, but this is not being done well. Mm-hmm. No, it was Oh, so like the poorly. whole G1 Supercard. Fuck yeah. Yeah, basically. Half of it was good. <laughs> like, yeah, the ROH side was pretty bad. Oh, the Osprey match was really good, too. But th- to be fair... Uh... Yeah, because it had Osprey! Mm-hmm. Yeah, like New Japan side. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is Here Comes Death Rider? John, <laughs> say it. <laughs> I really like the way that they that the, the English announcer... I don't know his name. Jamie Kelly? Uh, neither the, do we. The guy that oh. announces people in English oh, at New Japan right. shows. That guy. When when John Moxley in his match with Juice Robinson, the only time they've ever introduced him this way, he's just walking through the fucking crowd doing his John Moxley thing, and the guy he yells, "Here comes Death Rider, John Moxley!" And I fucking love it. I want them to say, here comes Death Rider every single fucking time he comes out. And they only ever did it once, and it pisses me off, because it's so good. I'm going to give you a counter-argument. That feels more like a Doc Coolest moment. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, because it's a special entrance, because they only did it once. It, it's, it's not going to make top three, but I, I love it. I don't want to cut it just yet. Okay. Okay. What about um, the Thronebreaker? Can we talk about that one? I fucking love the uh, throne breaker. Uh, it was silly. It was silly. It was silly. It's not top three. It's not. Tell, tell me why you hated it, Owen. I, I don't hate it. I just think it was lame. So maybe this is because I was in the crowd for it, but holy shit, we all lost our minds. And it's like, you, we definitely did buy in very much to the whole like, fucking yeah, shots fired. The war is on. Oh, Bring it on. So stupid. I, I think it, it's kind of why I hate that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, and the thing is, I, I definitely feel like it plays when you consider that promo that cut, Cody cut. Like, when you consider everything he talks about, when he's talking about how he loves his brother and also is going to take his brother behind the woodshed and put a bullet in his fucking skull. <laughs> like, it all plays. It all makes sense. I get it. I enjoyed it at the time. It's so fucking on the nose, though. Yeah. 
Look, Cody just hates the fact that Triple H uses Nazi imagery like the Iron Cross and wants to destroy fascism. (laughs) God damn it! That's a good. That's a good rationale. Oh man, (laughs) fuck! If Cody's Antifa, he is. But I don't think that was the point of this entrance. No, Cody's management now. He's he's anti-union. Yep, cut it. I mean, it's true. True. So get rid of it. Bye. I have an important question. Yeah. Are we gonna? Are are we going to entertain? the uh, the cage lowering as special entrance. I'm, I'm gonna say to yes. What did you say, Jerry's? I'm willing to entertain it. Very good. Did you see all the I'm willing to entertain it? I but I honestly believe that there are three that I would rather have on here than the cage. Yeah. Yeah. But yo, th- they should do that every it time. To be here. They should so. do that every time. I mean, did you see all those fucking lasers? I didn't even know they had that many lasers. <laughs> Hey, hey, John. Yeah? What colors were those lasers? They're green and blue. Why do you ask? Oh, some of them were blue and some of them were green? Yeah. Wow. And they lit the cage yellow. Wow. (laughs) It made it look really striking. Were there air raid sirens as well? (laughs) Yeah, there were actually. And a bunch of smoke? Wow. This sounds like a war game I can get behind. This is upsetting me. I don't like this. Stop Sirens me. sounded a lot like this, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> if Taiji comes out to the Taiji Tiver, that's that would win, but he did not. See, those aren't air raid sirens. Would, those. those are cop if, sirens. If Taiji is Taiji a cop? No, that's Look, Liger. If anyone it's made Liger, yeah. Taiji a cop in this situation, be you because you put those sounds in there. You need to make him air raid to make it not cop. That's that's, that's on John. Ta- Don't blame me on Ta- that. Taiji Steiner? Yeah. I went I with ambulance siren, thank you. I mean, what's the difference, really? Wow. No one has I mean, I guess you're right. They are just doctor cops. In, 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 this, <laughs> doctor cops. in this healthcare system where an ambulance ride costs you $10,000. All paramedics are bad. Yeah, all paramedics are bad. They take you in your ambulance, charge you $10,000, and give you a ride around the block. Hey, that's, hey, an, that, that's an America problem. My ambulance is fucking free. Yeah, well... Screw you, person with a reasonable healthcare system. Well, it's not my fault that you guys, that your country John? thinks it's commie. It sure isn't. John? Yeah, a cop offers you a ride, is it a cab? <laughs> <laughs> you just blew my fucking mind. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. I think that's the first time I've ever heard that joke. That's amazing. Jesus Christ. Megalomega is clearly staying. Yo, it's got to stay. Yes. Megalomania might win. It might might win. It probably does. Although, I'm also going to say that Darby Allen entrance against Moxley was fucking awesome. It really was. Cut cut Death Rider. Oh, man. Yes. Or or Cut Poppy. No. Yeah, what about... (laughs) I I was waiting for someone to fucking say that. I was going to be talking about Poppy trotting around like a little <laughs> tiny dog inside a purse with wheels, moving Listen. around Yoshirai while she screams and shrieks like a lady. Oh, 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 and why should Poppy Oscar? stay over Death Rider? Oscar, this year, yeah. for the best of words, there's not many hills I will die on. <laughs> Poppy is one of them. Tell me, Owen, about, tell me about Poppy. Hear me out here. John, I know you're gonna hate this, but I'm gonna say John, it. Listen, if you try to get Poppy off the list, she will show you that gun. 
I don't like the scary masks that her cra- her people were wearing. I know that's the name of the song, but I don't like them. I'm and actually, more importantly, Owen, I don't like her bangs. I like her bangs a lot. I so like her I'm, bangs, I'm too. Actually, I am in favor of keeping Poppy, just because Here Comes Death Rider is not a special entrance. Sure it is. They never said it again. But Here Comes Death Rider should be... Should have been nominated for Dot Coolest. Yeah. But it's too late. I disagree, but I think it's more a situation where sometimes the English announcer for New Japan says some really fascinating stuff because he doesn't seem to intentionally grasp the English language like he should. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think he understands English perfectly, which is weird that it happens that way. Uh, Look, this is there's a difference between being able to understand and being able to speak. Yeah, true. But I think I think he's actually like legitimately like European or something. Look, Death Rider. He fucking Mm -hmm. came. (laughs) (laughs) It was all like, look, they were just basically. He was like, I want to see my little boy. No, John. So the answer was. Here he comes. Stop. John. <laughs> John, who's cleaning that up? John, if you talk about Little Boy's cover, we're going to go to jail. <laughs> come Kenny Omega's not here. It's fine. Oscar, you're going to jail again. Stop this. Uh, Oscar, don't even get that started. We will have that discussion next week. Um, Fucking drummers. Man, that Bobby entrance was so good. Look, we got three now. Kenny Omega as Sans wins. Yeah, I, I 100% disagree, I, but I will concede it. There's I mean, literally look, nothing to disagree about. It had that fucking intro video, which was like actually some of like the best storytelling they've done on Dynamite, if not like in wrestling this year. That shit was so good. And then he came out as fucking Sands, and he did the shrug, and the fireworks went off. Yeah, the sh- the fi- the, yeah. the the shrug summary fireworks is why I'm going to allow it. Oh, you should play Undertale. No, I'm good. You should play Undertale. I'm, I'm good. Hey, Owen. Owen, hey, can I talk to you about home? Can I talk to you about Homestuck? No. Oh. <laughs> oh God, this is why I don't want to play Undertale. As I, as, as, as I said on Heel Alternative, when Kenny Omega turns heel, he should next Halloween show come out to Vriska from Homestuck and use the Homestuck version of Megalovania. I, I was no, he comes out as Papyrus because he's a cool dude. I was gonna say but Papyrus is a face gimmick. I was gonna say if he turns heel, he just has to do a genocide run. Well, I mean, you don't get... You well, don't that's get how you me- get Megalovania. Yeah, you don't get Megalovania without doing a genocide. Wait, who the fuck did he kill? Everyone! Oh, shit. He killed Kota Ibushi's oh, heart. Wait, wait, hold on. Is... Is AEW not real and they're all just ghosts? I have some bitch. I've got killed, some very, He killed very the G1 supercard by not, by not going to it. He's the fucking cleaner. What do you expect? Oh, man. Trace posted the gif. Yeah, okay. It, it wins. I'm happy Poppy's in the top three. She's like a little purse dog. I love it. Yeah, I'm just saying, if Poppy was not in the top three, this, this <sighs> podcast would be going... It would keep going until I got my way. Again, that's, that, that's one of the very few hills I'm dying on today. So, congratulations to Megalo Mega 
which is Kenny Omega as Sands from the Halloween episode of AEW Dynamite, the best special entrance. Runners up being, alright, I'm going to read as it's written, Poppy trots around Yoshirai a lot from, <laughs> puppy. from the same day as the other show, but for NXT. And Darby Allen crowd surfs in a body bag, then skateboards to the ring, which was awesome and we didn't really talk about, but it's really cool. It speaks for itself right there. Just go watch it. Yeah. Put put safe search on and search for Darby Allen body bag. Or don't. They put him out down on the thing, and then they, he opens up the body bag, and he has the skateboard in it! That's true. He gets buried with the skateboard. Man, I hope I get buried in, with a skateboard. In, in, in any other year, this would have won. Yeah, but apparently it turns out the Halloween episode had really good entrances. Weird. Hey, John? Yeah? What's next? That we best new gimmick... And the nominees are Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong as weird sex dungeon people with hair fetishes. Oh God, who wrote this? Bray Wyatt as Friend or Fiend. The Dark Order, Scientology weirdos. Drake Maverick as a celibate 24-7 weirdo. Oh, that's so good. Io Shirai as Hotline Tokyo. Fuck yeah. The Kabuki Warriors. <laughs> no one wrote anything here. <laughs> Nick Jackson as the merch freak. And finally, Shota Umino. Excuse me? Fucking panty dropping shooter. There you go. I added that in as we were talking about him earlier. Uh, Io Shirai wins, right? Uh, we'll, 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 yeah. get, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, Io wins, but who are the other two? Bray Wyatt's in the top three. Yeah. Shooter's in the top three. No. Uh, I don't think so. Mosley taught him how to flip people off. It's, it's really good. It's so good. Hear me out, Trace. Also, he's on excursion now as Shooter Umino. Where's he on excursion? I actually want to know. This. I'm not sure, but I was told by someone that he is going by Shooter Umino on excursion. I think he's in, I think he's in uh, the UK. That's I awesome. believe so, but yeah, he's Shooter Umino. That, that is exactly Who eliminated him? I did. I can't believe you shot him. So, well... Look, we Shooter also... is wonderful and amazing, but I think that the best is still to come with Shooter. Oh, man, okay. The Kabuki Warriors is a fucking terrible Shooter, play. I feel like, is more of a most potential. Okay. What did you say, Oscar? Kabuki Warriors is a bad gimmick. Yeah, Kabuki Oscar... Warriors is fucking whack. I'm sorry. It's a bad gimmick. Oscar spews out, or projectile vomits, all the green mist. Yeah, because she's Asian. Wow, what a stereotype. Yeah, no, the Kabuki Warriors might actually be racist. Yep. I think they're also think they're into it. They got rid of Kyrie Sane's pirate gimmick and they're doing a pirate themed WrestleMania. It doesn't make sense. No, I, I, sense. I heard him ranting about it on that episode of Heel Turn, and he's fucking right. It's stupid. He's completely right here. She's gonna turn up as a pirate again at that mania, but she's she's gonna be an evil pirate. Okay, but I mean, like, why not I keep her a pirate? It. They're trying to keep know. it a secret. Go, oh, surprise, she's, she's still a pirate. Oh, I don't I'm surprised they gave her a good gimmick back. Special entrance. 
They're going to fuck it up. I don't trust it. Yeah. We need to cut Drake Maverick here. Come on. I fucking Drake hate Maverick Drake Maverick was really fucking funny when he was doing the 24-7 shit, and then they just completely dropped it, and Drake Maverick is nothing. Drake Maverick is gone. He, mm-hmm. Remember when Drake Maverick was managing AOP? No. I wish I didn't. Yeah, because he was peeing on things. That's also not good. He, tra- oh. he just wanted to have sex, and he couldn't. For a brief, wonderful moment, Drake Maverick actually made me care about the 24-7 championship, and I will give him nothing but credit for that. He did a great job with that, and then WWE forgot about the 24-7 championship and him, and John, he's gone. John, is the 24-7 championship sponsored by Blue Chew? Yes. See, that's why he needed this to get up. Cut cut Brady Rose at Awesome Kong. Yeah, we need to cut huh, that as what? well, I agree. I put it on yeah. there. Hey, hey Oscar, can you it. read what it says there again, please? Weird sex dungeon people with hair fetish. Weird sex dungeon people with hair fetish. Oh, I, I, I liked when Brandy Rhodes pointed at that one lady for some reason. <laughs> well, I like when she I'm, pointed at a lady for some I reason. I like the way Teresa's saying this. I'm kind of back on board. It should be eliminated from the list. I can't argue with that. And I'm going to say it, Dark Order, it's cool, too early to tell. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Fine. It's too early. I, I love the idea, though. It's got so much potential. Yep. Um, But, yeah. You might say it has the most potential it in the totally next year. totally doesn't. Here's a question before... It's got a lot of potential, though. Yeah, it does. I, I have a question before we were to Io Shirai. Is it a gimmick or is it an entrance? It is. It's a, a character change. Yeah, she's like, like screaming she and sad. F- like they were doing the fucking Sky Pirate shit before. Yeah, like have they done enough like promos with her to really flesh out the character? She's yeah. sad inside. Okay, I, I, she's I, angry. I, she hates you. She doesn't need anyone. Look at her when she comes out. She looks like she's crying fucking glitter. I just, I just wanted to double check because I. You know, I haven't watched as much of EO as but, I should. I, I mean, account- look, they, it's, they don't really do a lot of promos with her because it's, for one, she's, you know, she speaks Japanese and it's fucking NXT. She speaks NXT. English fine. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's NXT. So, I have and one And also, question, it's NXT. Though. They don't really do promos all that much, let's be honest. Jo- That's true. They're kind of bad like AEW in that regard. I, I like the we- video package with her where they kept the fuck word in. The video package where they kept the fuck word was really good. I think that's enough to give it to her. We need one more question here, just to make certain of this. Mm-hmm. Is Io Shirai a magician? She is not a magician. It She's the genius of the sky. So she can't teleport. She can't snap her fingers and put t-shirts on people. I don't know about the teleporting part, though. We haven't confirmed that. Uh, okay. And just the t-shirt part. I'm just saying, there, there's somebody out there who can do all this, and he's not even on TV with this shit. And that's kind of why I wa- I'm not willing to give it to Merch Freak because he's not on TV with it. But also, Merch Freak is like the the best gimmick. Yeah. Okay. I, because it's not on TV, I'll secede or cede it. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's fun. Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt is also the best gimmick, but I, as we d- discussed before, they're the in-ring, the fact that they're not really letting him do a lot in-ring is bringing it down. This is true. It, it's a very close second. But the gimmick is incredible. In-ring, he's too much of a monster to be very interesting. 
So we're all in agreement. Io Shirai is a fucking badass. All in agreement for Io? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I'll take it. All right, congratulations to Io Shirai. Hotline Tokyo for the best new gimmick of 2019. The runners-up being a Bray Wyatt, Friend or Fiend, and Nick Jackson, Jackson, the Merch Freak. Merch Freak! Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Merch Freak! Man, now just imagine Merch Freak with Yoshirai's theme. Oh my gosh, yeah. Just all the fucking strobe light. <laughs> and just like, all of a sudden, a pair of sandals appears with dollar bills on them. And they pull aside. And I can't it's believe Yoshirai. I only just realized it's a fucking Chris Angel parody. That's the fucking What's best the whole part? thing? Yeah, wait, what? What are you doing? It just clicked in. What are you doing? I, I, I'm... What? The... I, you know, you know what, guys? I think, I think we need to take a break. I think we need to collect... I think, we, let's do one more category and then take a break. No, because it, okay. it kind of jumps into, like, the next batch, which is the big awards. Alright. So I, I think we should, especially after that, like, revelation, I think we need to take a break. <laughs> I don't want to hear, yeah, I, I don't want to hear Oscar talk anymore after that. We're taking a break. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we will be back. Thank you, Taichi. We will be back with part two of the best of 2019. That'll be up later in the week, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you then. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network. Produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.